Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. v Hello, Patriots. And she might call me. Maybe. I am. Maybe. Either way, that was a gift to you all, and it's one of those stupid songs that you get stuck in the back of your fucking head, and you want to shoot the person who you heard it from. However, exactly. I'm a very long distance away from you all, so good luck with that one, except for maybe Wix. Wix could get me. I mean, she was No really- one calls people anymore, though, except... Our son I was about to say telemarketers. called me from the Alexa as I was trying to drive through the fucking flood. Oh, oh, you mean, you know, it's been raining for almost 40 days and 40 nights now? Oh, my God. It's so bad. The water is like if you look over the front of our deck, it's just water. Yeah, there's no grass. <laughs> there's no there's grass. nothing. Everything's um, underwater. It's I mean, it's it's the chicken coop is completely flooded. I mean, it's it's the ducks are loving it. The chicks of. are not really too the happy. Chickens have spent a significant amount of time actually in, in their, their coop, coop today. Um, so uh, yeah, it's 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 wow. The water is insane. It is ridiculous. Yeah, insane. It's there's there. My my plants are flooded again. No, not not. My, this didn't come from my boss. I wasn't at work today. Thank God. Um, mm-hmm. It was uh, definitely a blueberry duck fart type mission that I was just trying to get a song stuck in your head for the rest of the evening. You're going to be walking around singing that to yourself going, son of a bitch. Every yep. time you turn around, you'd be like, fuck. Yep. In your head. I'm, and I'm breaking from my normal and I'm I'm drinking beer tonight because um, I Mick asked me on the way home from picking up our son who did get his driver's permit today. He passed the test second time around. Good job. Jesus Christ. I didn't know. About that. <laughs> uh, All of you, please pray for me. He asked me to get him beer. So I found as I was looking for his beer, um, I, I found uh, a selection from the left-hand brewing company. Are you familiar with the Left Hand Brewing Company? No, but I'm sure you're about to tell me. I am. So Left Hand Brewing Company is in Longmont, Colorado. It's actually around the corner from where I used to live. I knew it. Um, and I told you she was going to tell me. Anything. My ex-boyfriend used to work there, so we used to go party there all the time. So I haven't had one of their beers in a long time because it was a very small, like local microbrewery thing in, in Colorado. You know, there's one in every freaking corner. Or there was before they started shutting down because... But they, to say they made CO2 they, they, so outrageous you know, now, they, they can't even they afford can't it. make beer. Um, but anyway, uh, so they have a a peanut butter chocolate milk stout, and I'm really excited. There you go. Because I used to test their beers all the time. It was fantastic. Yes. Uh, yeah. Fucking 
Leanna says, uh, V-Link Q has the hot red lips tonight. Mm-hmm. Hello, hot lips. Mm-hmm. Am I going to get some tonight, hot lips? Hot lips, I don't know. Quinn? Are you going to fall asleep on me before I come to bed? Probably. Well, then maybe not. <laughs> if be... you stay awake for 10 minutes past the time uh, you, you lay in bed, then you'll get some. Well, it's a problem. When I lay down Man. in a comfortable bed, I go to sleep. It fucking it's happens. Damn, my pillow mattress topper. It really is. We need to take that shit off so that you can get some more there you go. <laughs> I mean, seriously, at this point, what difference does it make? Oh, we've only been married for 18 years. So <laughs> That's it. At this point, what difference does it make? Seriously. Um, but actually, speaking of the MyPillow mattress topper or MyPillow right now, they're having like this super huge blowout sale uh, that apparently their Percal bed sheets are just as good as their Giza Dream sheets. I don't know that that's possible, but they're on sale. Um, the actual MyPillows are on sale. The sandals are on sale. Yeah, like you can get the you can get a set of California King sheets. Yeah, from him from like for like twenty bucks, folks. Seriously, no crap. You yeah. get it. It's like uh, like literally in the th- store, no, you're gonna pay over one hundred fifteen dollars. Thirty bucks for the twin. Twenty nine ninety eight right now for the twin or the twin extra large. I want to say it's. Um, yeah, but with the discount, it's like twenty bucks. No, no, that is with the discount. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they start at thirty. Start at thirty dollars. Um. You just see the two in the front. You say it's twenty bucks. No, there's a nine after that. It means it's closer to thirty dollars. But uh, yeah. Anyway, so use promo code Defiant. Go to mypillow.com/defiant, and that automatically loads the promo code in there for you. And yeah, it's pretty amazing. F- almost forty-two years for Desert Beauty been married. Nope. Oh, with the cheeky monkey. Okay. Yeah, that she's been married. Her and her cheeky monkey. Okay. See. My daughter is pissed because she didn't, oh, let's see. Left hand is on the right side of the road as soon as you come into Longmont. Great company. Yes, it really is. Um, Left hand is on the right hand side of the road. It's on the the right side of the road as soon as you come into Longmont. But if you Mm. came from where I lived, it was on the left hand side of the road. Okay. So it was okay. I had this amazing house in Longmont. Like it was this killer, it was a rental, but it was awesome. The owners had done all of this intricate woodwork. The whole front porch was this huge wraparound front porch all hand carved wood and then this big fence line and they'd like done all this intricate wood carving and then they had this huge strawberry beds right out in front and it was it was always a Casey my dog my Springer Spaniel used to love to sit on the porch and bark at people as they went by and pretend to chase them but he was really fat and lazy so he didn't go very far off the porch um but he did chase me to the strawberry beds every day and I was that he loved to eat strawberries so I would pick them and he would be eating them like no wonder he had diabetes. He did not have diabetes. He had he was bilateral cryptorchid and he had severe hip dysplasia. But I'm pretty sure that dog had diabetes too. I mean he might have, but anyway. So you'll yeah. have that with yeah. dogs. So so if so, you're familiar with that house, uh um metaphor, because that's like everyone's familiar with that house in Longmont with all that crazy awesome woodwork. Uh, I lived there for a couple of years. Shut something down, mind that. What's that? Looking for? I didn't shut anything down. Yeah, you did. Mm. I didn't shut that down, but okay. So tonight we have uh, we're gonna have some fun. Yeah, um, we're gonna talk about the news because we do have some news we got to get through. However, we're gonna have a whole lot of fun. Um, this uh, this I know you all probably went looking for the Harboro free gummy or the Harboro sugar free gummy bears reviews in Amazon. However, I found an article when they when it started going crazy. This craze actually was a bunch of years ago, folks. And uh, this oh my god, we we 
tried reading just a couple today without his seeing how good we could do um, without completely like falling apart. And I tell you what, folks, there's a couple two liners in there that are going to make you piss your pants. So make sure that you have diapers on, make sure that you've gone to the bathroom before <laughs> we start this spot, because when we start that spot, you will end up pissing your pants. This is some really funny shit. Uh, anyway, uh, big question that surrounds us today, and there's something that a lot of people are talking about, is nuclear war inevitable? Again, this came from that uh, substack that I talked about, um, the Asper, uh, I can't even, Asper Strategist Review. Um, it's a really good substack. Anyway, the Russian invasion in Ukraine uh, and the nuclear saber rattling that is happening against the West. I don't know what the fuck the dogs are barking at. Can, okay. Can you go like yell at them or close the blinds so they can't see the, their reflection because they're that fucking retarded they that they are. just bark at themselves? Anyway, um, against the West has revived a debate about nuclear weapons. Last year, the United Nations Treaty with banned such weapons outright entered into force. Uh, none of the world's nine nuclear states was among the 86 signatories. How can these states justify possessing weapons and pull out uh pull out all of humanity at put all humanity at risk. That is a pertinent question, one that must be considered alongside another one. If the United States were to sign a treaty to destroy their own arsenal, would it still be would we still be able to deter further Russian aggression in Europe? The answer is no. One also must consider whether or not nuclear war is inevitable. It's not a new question. 1960 British scientist novelist C.P. Snow concluded that nuclear war within a decade was mathematically was a mathematical certainty. That may have been an exaggeration, but many believe Snow's prediction could be justified with a war um, that would account for the centuries. In the 1980s, the nuclear freeze campaigners like Helen Calcott echoed Snow and his warning in the buildup of nuclear weapons. If you know anything about him, Calcott was the one who produced the nuclear t clock, <coughs> the, the doomsday clock, um, as, it, as it's become known as. The doomsday clock um, counts down the hours and minutes prior to a nuclear winter. Um, if you've ever seen it, I think it's at like 48 seconds to midnight, like as it stands right now, because Russia has invaded Ukraine and is basically blowing up the spot of uh, NATO and is pissing off all the NATO countries. Uh, so these are all just things that are coming. But the coin flip metaphor is misleading where nuclear weapons are concerned because it assumes that independent probabilities, whereas human interactions are more like loaded dice. What happens in one flip can change the odds for the next flip. There was a lower probability of nuclear war in 1963, just after the Cuban Missile Crisis, precisely because there had been a higher probability in 1962. The simple form of law of averages doesn't necessarily apply to complex human interactions. In principle, the right human choices can reduce probabilities. The likelihood of nuclear war rests on the independent and in independent probabilities. A purely accidental war might fit the model of the coin flip, but such wars are rare and any accidents might turn out to be limited. Moreover, if an accidental conflict remains limited, it may trigger future actions that further limit the probability of larger war. And the longer the period, the greater the chance that things may have changed. In 8,000 years, humans may have much more pressing concern than just nuclear war. However, that is that is a hope. That is the hope and probability that we don't push a button and make one half of the world turn green. However, 
We simply don't know the independent probabilities are. But if the base of our analysis on post-World War II history can assume that the annual probability isn't in, isn't in the higher range of distribution. During the Cuban Missile, missile Crisis, U.S. President John F. Kennedy reportedly estimated the probability of nuclear war to be anywhere between 33% and 50%. But this doesn't necessarily mean unlimited nuclear war. In interviews with par participants following the episode on the January uh, the 25th anniversary, we learned a lot. Despite the massive sp superiority of the U.S. nuclear arsenal, Kennedy was deterred by even the slightest prospect of a nuclear war, and the outcome was hardly uh, an analoid, an American victory. It was involved a compromise that included a the quiet removal of us missiles from turkey some people have used the mathematical mathematic mathematical inevitability argument to push the unilateral nuclear disarmament inventing the cold war slogan future generations would be would be better off than a red, red than dead but nuclear knowledge cannot be abolished and coordinating abolishing among nine of the uh, Diverse nuclear weapon states would be extremely difficult, to say the least. Un unreciprocated unilateral steps could have emboldened aggressors, increasing the odds of an unhappy endgame. The end state of this article, folks, is basically nuclear war is inevitable based on human need. Are we at that level in which nuclear war can happen? And a lot of people are beginning to ask that question because once again, we do have Russia rattling the sabers. What are the chances we are going to see a nuclear war in our lifetime? Some people believe it's great. Some people are almost positive that it's going to happen. Um, I can tell you that would be the hardest decision any leader of the free world or anywhere would have to make. Even Russia, I'm sorry, even Putin couldn't make that decision. Because if you press that button and you launch us into a war, because if you fire, we're definitely retaliating. Our missiles miss crossing through the air and we annihilate each side. And whatever's left is whatever's left. I mean, they hit everywhere. Every major military installation in the United States would be hit with a nuclear weapon. Um, damn near every other place in America that they consider to be a threat to them would be hit with a nuclear weapon. You're talking about all of our power plants, all of our, I mean, it, it doesn't even really matter about the power plants because one of the EMPs from one of those nuclear weapons is strong enough to knock us back into the stone age anyway. You got to remember Russia's not playing with a full deck either. They didn't do half the research, half the technology uh, that we did when researching nuclear weapons. So a lot of their shit has never been measured. The output, the kilotons, the the number, the number of pounds in which one of those nuclear bombs hits the ground, their shit probably isn't half as measured as what ours is. So whatever they fire at us is probably going to be worse than what we fire at them. I don't know if nuclear weapons are even real. I don't think the aliens will let us throw them at each other. Well, I, I I think you 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 better be prepared to hold on to your panties there because I got a feeling. I mean, you got to remember this is coming to a point in which there's a lot of people right now who are saying like we are we are at a tipping point that the world can't even keep up with anymore. Yep. Normally, it was another country could step in and 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 
kind of chew the fat and, and split the difference in any problem between us and Russia. But that's not happening anymore. They're not even willing to enter into that argument. When the two kid, big kids are fighting on the block, now the two big kids are fighting on the block. Now there's a now there's a very strong disdain and a very big fuck you. And Joe Biden has made none of it any easier. Joe Biden has been not only the divider in chief, but he's barely attended any of these world meetings, you know, that Trump was going to and that the world was supposedly making fun of Trump. But what we realize now is that they weren't making fun of Trump. They were scared of him. They were worried about what the fuck was going to happen. Now, I, I love it when I, I get to hear people talk about shit they don't know about. Well, Doc Holliday is not wearing any panties, so he can't get his panties in a wad. I think he thinks that the aliens will stop it, too. I know Lindsay does. Well, I was talking to you. I wasn't talking to Doc Holliday. <laughs> and if Doc Holliday wore does, panties, I'd be comment, very, very he worried. He commented on the Twitter on, on the foxhole that he's not wearing any panties. Thank you for sharing a little TMI. However, that. if I found out that Doc Holliday wore panties, like the real Doc Holliday wore <laughs> panties, I don't think I'd be such a fan of Doc Holliday anymore. Oh, okay. Just saying. I didn't. I didn't chime in on the nuclear discussion because, honestly, except for the fact that I watched that that story about that dude that like ate straight up uranium, um, or the and uh, I think he's the same guy that hid it underneath his floorboards. Yeah, he's the same exact guy. Yeah, so that the FBI would rip it up and he would get new floors. New floors. Out of the That's exactly what he did. <laughs> Besides that dude, like I um, you know, all I know is uh, hide under your desk, stay away from broken broken breaking windows. Stay away from windows. Off. Yep. Yeah, that desk ain't gonna help you. And pray. It just it protects you from glass. That's actually what I what I tell most people. If that light is really bright and it's really close to you, uh -huh. run towards it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just dead sprint. Run straight towards it. Yep. End it quick. You might as well. Because you, you you're not outrunning it. Hmm. You're gonna die. Hmm. Maybe. I uh, you know. It, uh, who is it? I, I forgot who I was listening to, but somebody was talking about it again. And I love when people talk about it that have absolutely no idea what they're talking about, but they're like, well, how, how are they back in Japan? How are they back at, you know, uh, Nagasaki and Hiroshima? I think I've asked you that on a number of occasions. And I have answered you every time with the same answer. Huh? Tactical nuclear weapons are not the same as a fucking unleashed fucking Chernobyl style event. Well, Chernobyl was different. Chernobyl's are nuclear power plant that How is it different? It's the same it's the same shit. But it's continually yes. it's still going. It's a reaction that yeah. is still happening. They it's an uncontrolled it. reaction. Correct. It's an uncontrolled reaction at a much smaller level in a tactical nuclear weapon. Okay. So what fallout you, is not even half of what what do you what do you, what what's the difference between a non-tactical nuclear weapon and a tactical nu nuclear weapon? A non-tactical nuclear weapon, no yield has ever been derived from the blast. So they have absolutely no idea what it will do, what damage it will do. They have no idea how much gamma radiation will be left because that is what kills you. Gamma radiation, folks, when you have two protons that smack into each other doing about 6 billion miles an hour, because that's about as fast as a fucking proton moves. When those two bitches make contact, that's what we're talking about in nuclear reaction. The production of those two protons smacking into each other that hard, what is left is what they call gamma radiation. Gamma radiation will kill you. Um, it's not a fun death. 
Normally, people closer to the center of the blast, they will die a lot faster than people further away from the blast. The people further away from the blast, that is horrible. You suffer like no one has ever suffered. You will get pretty much cancer in every part of your body, your, from your lymph nodes to your, because it gets in your lymphatic system. Once it's in your lymphatic system, it's all over your body. People in Japan died uh, four days after as if they had been a 94-year-old who literally had cancer in every single part of his body, and he had been diagnosed and treated for 14 years, and he died. There were people dying within four days after the blast in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Forget the ones that had their skin completely melted off their body. Well, yeah, obviously. Let's. I'm just I mean, talking about the ones that, that actually survived yeah. and died to exposure. Well, maybe we can find an entrance to Hollow Earth around here, and then Pharrell will take us in. Not around here, because we'd fucking drown. So that's not that's happening. true. So we're not We'd finding even the goddamn drill fucking said, not here, motherfuckers. I literally, I ripped the undercarriage off the bottom of his truck trying to get out to buy beer. Well, or maybe he did trying to get in after coming from the gym. I'm just telling you the that it's so flooded. It's not even funny. There is a I, lot I more shit. My fucking for my Explorer down the street, a, a nuclear power plant is way more dangerous than a nuclear weapon ever will be at least from us, from the United States. Outside of the United States, I, I can't tell you. I can tell you what our controls and what our regulations are concerning it. We have to measure yield. We have to do so much to do this, that, and the other thing. And we try to abide by the new Geneva Convention for the most part and the START treaties that were developed between the Russia and the United States in that you can't have X number of yield in your nuclear weapons and blah, blah, blah. The radiation can't be certain types of radiation. Blah, 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 blah. However, you can still have a nuclear fucking weapon. Now, okay. do we have a nuclear weapon that doesn't have any of those? I'm not going to say because I don't know, nor could I tell you if I did know. Is that possible? Why not? Come on. Think about it, folks. Why would we ever be honest with Russia? We know they're not going to be honest with us. Why would we be honest with them? The Stark Treaty was supposed to monitor that. Do you think the Stark, we actually brought the Russians to places where we had really good nukes? It's like the drug dealer who brings you to the den where the really, really good pot is. Like, I mean, the super high in THC, like this shit was the fucking- Pineapple Express. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's what, we don't bring them there. We bring them to the shirty, shitty fucking Mexican pot farm where it's just shit ragweed that fucking, yeah. you wouldn't even give to your grandmother's smoke. That's where we bring them to. We don't bring them to where we got all our good shit. We bring them to the bullshit. Like, yeah, this one won't do so much damage. Come on. Come on, dude. Come on, man. But really quick, um, that was just, it's another conversation going on. I've heard it bounced around a couple of times. That's the second time I've seen somebody write something about it. I always get interested to read it because that's closer to my, my idea of what the doomsday clock is anyway. I don't think doomsday is going to be what we think doomsday is. Um, I think doomsday for what the world is facing right now is going to be more of a selective mankind thing than it is going to be anything else. Mankind will bring on doomsday. Okay, John and OKC, um, have you have you watched our uh, some Read of it our, first some of our this true conspiracy episodes? Well, he's talking about Hollow Earth. Um, that uh, let's see, he said, Leanne, I honestly think there are ancient beings that see us as vermin because we live on the surface. If Hollow Earth is discounted, 
Uh, there may be cities in deep underground and their craft are UFO and underwater UFO. I do not see these deep earthers as very, very old and they may even hunt us for sport. Um, so, oh, I see these deep earthers as very, very old. Yes, they live about uh, between two to 4,000 years, depending. Um, the the Vril were here first. They're the oldest. Then the Elohim. The Elohim created us through Homo erectus, which were mammals that were already on the planet that kind of looked like us, um, and their own Elohim DNA. Then the Elohim left, and the Vril mated with them and created the Nephilim. The Vril still live underground. Then the Elohim came back and the Elohim and the Vril uh, have been mortal enemies for millennia. Uh, we're kind of caught in the middle of that war. So yeah, uh, the Vril live underground. The Elohim live amongst us. And yes, they hunt us for sport. Absolutely. They see us as vermin. They're, I think generally what we refer to as lizard people. So well, anyway. they, they were, we're just in the middle folks. We're just, we're the sheep. We're the sheep. Yeah. Even those of us that think we're wolves and that we're awake. Yeah. We're, we're still to them. We're, we're cattle. Yeah. They're, yeah. We're their fun stuff. We're their ant in a fucking, yep. in jars. Anyway, there was something I was dying to get into yesterday that we didn't make it to because we had uh, Dr. Stella on, which what a great was interview so that amazing. was. Oh my God. If you guys um, missed out it, or even if you watched it, go back and listen to it again. It was uh, just Amazing. She found out that me and V Lynn know a lot more. At, after that, we got a. She was very nice. Uh, you know, we we've had some. We've exchanged some messages because she found out that me and V Lynn were a lot more awake than what she thought. And when she realized oh, that God, towards so the end, we kept, she kept bringing things up, and then we're keep saying, "Yeah, we know all about that." She's like, "Oh, you know all about that? Oh my <laughs> lord, I just found out about that." I was just like, "Well, what else do you want to know about Doctor Stella?" Because we could spend all night uh, talking about this, but. Yeah. Um, there was a there was one one thing I wanted to get into yesterday because um, Killary's back. Um, Good old kill dog, and she brought her fucking nasty little lap dog with her. So she was on the View the other day. I wanted to play this last night, but we never made it to it. So we're gonna play this tonight. Um, we'll tear it apart. Uh, I apologize for what I have to do to you all now, but this is gonna be a lot of fun. I think I think we can really enjoy this because uh, holy fucking shit, the shit they say in here, folks. It's going to blow your mind. I can't wait. This is going to be so much fun to watch y'all's reactions. This is hysterical. Uh, I will go down. Oh, wait, hold on. Our next guest knows a thing or two about being fearless, and they're taking you on their road trip to talk to other strong women on their new streaming series, Gutsy. Please welcome back former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and author and activist Chelsea Clinton. Why, why are they all wearing masks in the crowd? They're required to, probably. Probably because Hillary's there. She's like, I didn't get my jabs because the, I knew it was the bad. Peons, right? The yeah. people on stage don't have to wear masks. Yeah. Okay. It's for you. I am on the edge of this thing. I was going to pop up, and then I thought, uh-uh. I will go down. It's good to see you. Yeah, yeah, Whoopi's going down. Yeah. Big surprise. Oh, yeah. So nice. Yeah. Like a fat kid on a hot dog. That was you on you, Joy. Yeah. You have the first question. Oh, is it a Oh, yes. And she's so sparkly. I know. Okay. Sparkly. I'm <laughs> dazzled. So um, before we get to the hot topics and everything else, I want to talk about your series, Gutsy. Yes. Which is premiering later this week, and we're going to talk more about it later. Right. But 
We want to know, inquiring minds want to know, what is the most gutsy thing you've done recently, both of you? Well, I have to say, doing that series and getting way outside my comfort zone. Oh. And, you know, we decided to do the series. We were thrilled. We'll talk about it later. But then we told all of our guests that they could pick the activity we did. Oh. (laughs) And so I did everything from try to learn to tango, which, believe me, is not easy. Um, to uh, making does Bill, acorn does Bill soup. Tango? No. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Did she really tango? Sort of. <laughs> sort of. Well, it, it, it was kind of unfortunate because we were with we were with Goldie Hawn and her daughter Kate Hudson and Please my don't daughter. Don't make me watch ten minutes of this. All of whom have been. Dancers. I don't give a fuck about this. Just get to the point so where she calls Donald Trump a terrorist and claims that she didn't have any last fight email. Okay. Well, we'll get, we'll skip to that. <laughs> Although I was waiting for, because, uh, you know, I, I was kind of giggling, which one is uglier, Hillary or her Chelsea. daughter. But I got to tell you, Chelsea is just fucking. She's butt. so fugly. I mean, she's Ugh. so fugly. Ugh. I mean, that they, they her face when she first came out with her mouth wide open and her hand. Oh, oh my God. I thought, oh, wow. She's so nasty. It's like, fuck. What's wrong I, with I you? I thought, I, yeah, no. She's, she's, butt. she's, she's something, she's something fierce. And this bitch, she just looks like a fucking psycho. Which Straight ha- up okay. Psycho. Which I have to say is how you know that I, I, I give her props for this, that Hillary Clinton actually gave birth to Chelsea because otherwise if it wasn't her natural born child, she'd off that ugly bitch a long time ago. <laughs> she, she, like, okay. You would find a suicide note next to Chelsea's body Seriously. when she was like less than a month old. Like, I, I want to give her back. Like the adoption thing didn't work. I, I, like I, uh, she, she, she's going to drown in the bathtub or something. Can I some put shit. the batteries somewhere? You know, they're, they're, she's going to suicide or, or she's going to have a drug. So whatever's politically expedient at, at the time. But yeah, Chelsea is getting uglier. I mean, she's bad. Yeah. And she married George Soros's freaking nephew. I mean, come on now. I think it's about right there. Incredible women and our men of the FDNY is just so immense. And it was such a joy. And it was, I think, gutsy for both things. So the FBI seized (laughs) (laughs) more than 11,000 documents from Mar-a-Lago. Three is eleven thousand. It's eleven thousand. Like not that we know of. No, right it's now. eleven yeah. sets um, of documents. Three hundred twenty-five of the documents retrieved since Trump left office were marked classified. Uh, there were also forty some odd folders. Do napkins and dry empty. cleaning tags count as documents? Classified. Hmm. What was your hot take when you heard about this? Ah, uh, well. Look, I mean, oh yeah, bring it on, bitch. I, I think this should be taken really seriously. Yeah, and not it's not a joking matter, and it, it shouldn't be partisan. No. And it shouldn't be partisan. No. It it should concern every American because those documents and the empty folders, as uh-huh. they were marked, um, suggest <laughs> that there was really important secret information that is uh, essential to <laughs> our country's defense and security. <laughs> And when the report came out yesterday that the documents also included information about, we don't know which, an ally or an adversary's Mm -hmm. nuclear program, I cannot tell you how terrifying that is. And Alyssa, you know, because you were at the Defense Department. You know, there were times when I was Secretary of State that literally a military courier 
would come into my office. It would be an emergency. There wouldn't be time to get to the White House and, and mm -hmm. have a meeting in a what's called a, a SCIF, a secured facility. So usually a man, it was always a man, as I remember, walked in. He would have what does that matter? like a briefcase locked to his wrist. Mm -hmm. And he would come into my office and he would say, you have to look at this immediately, secretary. He would unlock the briefcase. He would stand there. He would give me this document that had really delicate secret information about and something And then you took a picture importance. of it and you airdropped it, it to your I would server? Sign that I had read it. It would go back into the locked box attached to his wrist. Because you were the secretary of state, not the so president. I don't understand how these documents ended up where they are. Mm -hmm. I yeah. don't understand they were declassified. how he was permitted to take them even even to the residence, let alone to a country club in Florida. I don't understand it. Well, where was the Ask Obama. The he did the same thing. Know. That's what I'm asking. I don't know. What Ask your husband. He did the same thing. I don't know. And it's, you know, we don't. Now, there supposedly, like right there, we're getting little dribs. Hold on real quick. If you go back real quick and just listen. Please don't. Hold on. Just to right here, okay, where everybody starts to clap. Supposedly, there was a heckler in the crowd. So our message is getting out, folks. Somebody was there. One of us was there. And they started a fuck Joe Biden chant. See, that's not even, I don't even think that's Hillary. That's her double. You've so seen her double, right? Listen, like because you can, you can catch where they edit him out. It's Damn. really funny. Well, where was the guy with the lockbox? I don't the, know. The that's what I'm asking. I don't know. What happened to him? I don't know. And, and the missing document. Right there. Yep. Do you hear that? Yep. They were throwing the dude out. They edited out the whole part the whole, where the, he was the doing the whole track. fuck Joe Biden. And they, they edited out. the. They, they did. They have a five-second delay on the show. Oh, so they had fabulous. plenty of time to edit that shit out before it aired live. But that's why there's that all of a sudden abrupt flip to another camera because they edited all all that crap out. That's hysterical. And you can catch just the end of it. Now, I heard that from, uh, there was a news report today saying that there was a fucking heckler in the crowd, which is hysterical. They, they, we don't they can't walk have down the street. an understanding of what was in them. We're getting little dribs and drabs, like yeah. the nuclear uh, posture of an ally or an adversary. But I do, I mean, people literally die to get our government information. Mm -hmm. They go to prison. Yeah, you kill they them. They get exiled. And that you sold. oftentimes. And, and put on a personal server at your house that, that supposedly burnt down. Done, you bleach bit. Um, I hope everybody takes really seriously. Hard drives. It is not some casual try to come you up. You had over 100,000 emails. It's not like an overdue library. No, not like an overdue library. <laughs> you know, hell, you know. Right. Uh, I was at the dinner know. party the other night with lawyers and, and very, very smart and people who are connected to government, everything else. Right. What people I was who doing are there, smart. <laughs> yeah, no shit, because you're there. a fucking retard, Joy. And I said, how many people think that Trump is going to be indicted? And half of them thought he would not. They felt that he would get away with it just like he always no, does. No, they what thought that there was, he didn't do anything wrong. You know, I, I don't know, Joy, and I don't want to prejudge. I've been prejudged wrongly enough. Mm. I'm not going to prejudge somebody okay. else. Yeah. Oh, so now I you're taking the higher road what the facts and the evidence are, mm -hmm. uh, what the FBI and the intelligence community mm -hmm. learn about these documents, how they ended up there, who else saw them? Mm -hmm. Because apparently they've been moved around. It's not like they were in a vault. They were in a storage room where people go in and out getting umbrellas. How for the many pool of them or, were you know, about you? So I think that we have to <laughs> we have to wait. And we I have bet to, he passed that shit we around. We have to have, I think, two minds about let this. everyone read no it. No one. 
Okay, so why am I bringing this up? Why am I playing this? Why am I subjecting you all to this? There's something very important with this. And I, I know you all don't realize. She does say something coming up that's rather You You asked me a question. Yeah. You asked me a question last night. Hmm. And then you started reading something. And then you looked up with the dawn of the light bulb. Which one? Last night when we were sitting out on the back deck. Remember, I, I told you all information. Um, early on, I got a lot of information about this very early on. Thank God I had a couple sources that were right there. Thank the fucking Lord. Yep. One of the things I was told was uh, that all of the information that was found by the FBI had to be found. Hold on. I'll read it. I, I know. Please. You, I remember what you're talking about now. Um, clandestine's newsletter. And correct. A Substack. Now, I often read clandestine Substack on here. And usually when I do, Mick is with us for about three quarters of it. And then at the end, he's like, yeah, no. Well, this, no, that's not true. This one. That's not true. You're like, yeah, it's pushing a little too far. Eh, I don't know. This one, though, he was with me all the way. And then when I finished reading it, I looked at him for his reaction and he smiled and he said, I told you from the very beginning that there was nothing to worry about in the documents. So let me read this. There's still nothing to worry about the documents. Okay. This is D class. Huge revelations pertaining to the content of the documents seized by the FBI from Mar-a-Lago. Trump made some comments to Newsmax and now today Devin Nunes saying he thinks that the docs are about Russiagate. In report today from Newsmax, Trump claimed he kept them under executive privilege to protect them from being destroyed by the deep state. Hmm. He said, I think they thought it was something to do with Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. Initially, I found this peculiar because Trump himself concerned some of the docs were pertaining to the Iran deal last week when he retruthed this post from Paul Sperry, which I read last week in the last clandestine newsletter, but I'll read again. Developing. Sources tell me Biden DOJ was also after Trump papers on Iran, particularly info about his dismantling Obama's Iran nuke deal. Who would be most interested in securing that information? The architect of the Obama deal who's now busy in the West Wing, hammering out another sweetheart deal for Iran, Jake Sullivan. He is Biden's national security advisor. Who is Sullivan's spouse? The counselor, top aide to General Merrick, Attorney General Merrick Garland, Benedict Garland, <clears throat> who personally ordered the raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate to allegedly find and seize nuclear secrets. His aide's name is Maggie Goodlander. Coincidence? Don't bet on it. But based on Trump's most recent comments to Newsmax, the docs are about essentially everything. Trump said that the documents in question, quote, expose a deep state plot against him which is the reason he declassified them and took the docs for protection. They are reportedly 11 sets of documents the FBI were interested in. So what are the docs about? All of the docs about deep state's crimes that Trump was concerned they might destroy. That could cover a wide variety of subjects. Thus far, we know some of the docs pertain to the Iran deal and the Russiagate crossfire hurricane. But what other crimes is Trump aware of that he might want to prevent the deep state from destroying? Uranium One, Libya, Haiti, Benghazi, 9-11, JFK assassination. Hmm. Whatever else is in those docs, Trump is insinuating the FBI are looking to retrieve them to prevent him from showing it to the American people. They were afraid that things were in there, part of their scam material. 
Do you all see what's happening here? All of the docs in question are all of the D-class docs. All the docs we've been waiting for for years. Trump took them home under executive privilege, just like Obama, and now the deep state are after them. And now somehow Trump managed to get the entire public demanding to see what is in those documents. The normies are unknowingly begging to see docs about the Iran deal, Russiagate, and the rest of the treasure trove of proof of deep state crimes which is why he is so adamant about making them public and why the FBI DOJ are fervently redacting anything and everything about the contents of the documents. The stage is set for D-class. The normies are heavily anticipating these documents. They know the docs exist. It's the most talked about story on earth. They are salivating with anticipation because the media have told them it leads to Trump's demise. While the left think they are closing in, Trump just confirmed the boomerang is in effect. The docs don't implicate him. They implicate the enemy in all of their most heinous crimes, and Trump wants them public. I'm not sure how it goes down or how D-class looks legally, but what I do know is the entire world are begging to see what's in those docs, and the docs are all the deep state crimes, the D-class docs that have been promised to us for years now, the docs that will be the nail in the coffin of the enemy. Folks, the FBI raid opened the door to D-class. Whether Trump controls the FBI or not, it is quite apparent Trump controls the situation. From clandestine. So really quick, I, I told you all when I got all the information, one of the things I was told is that Trump, the documents that were down there were the documents the FBI was supposed to get. Mm-hmm. Everything that was down there was exactly what they were supposed to get. Okay. So that means those documents, if and when all of this shit becomes unclassified, I got a feeling there's going to be a bunch of us that are walking around saying that we have been vindicated. Yes, Leo, it did say it's salvatating. (laughs) so like right now everybody's chomping at the bit i want to see these docs i want to see these docs they have no idea what they're asking for no they think it's trump's tax returns or the french nuclear secrets or there's a reason why i i know that there are leaks going on right now in the doj the doj is leaking shit to the press (laughs) right now we cover everything from q Related information, no, and I'm not talking about Q. I'm talking about the security clearance, clearance, which is Q level. Q level clearance is nuclear. Anything nuclear has a Q identifier on it. So it will say TSSCI, TS, forward slash, forward slash, SCI, forward slash, forward slash, Q, forward slash, forward slash, and then it would have probably no foreign after it. And that is... They're, they're claiming that that was there. That was not there, folks. How do I know that that was not there? There were no Q-level cover sheets that were out. If you had, remember, you classify a document. Remember, so if, let's say this document right here, which is two pieces of paper, right? Let's say everything on this document is unclassified, except right here, On the back of page two, on line 27, there is one sentence that is classified top secret, okay? This whole document now 
its highest classification level is now top secret. So if there was any Q information in there, there would have been a cover sheet laying on that floor that said TS forward slash forward slash Q forward slash forward slash SCI forward slash forward slash no foreign. And I didn't see a single one of those. And they're a different color. They're purple bound and they've got little purple stripes going all the way around the side. So I didn't see one of those. So that doesn't exist. So there was no Q shit down there. That I know right there. They are dropping leaks right now. They are so fucking scared because they don't what they they know what they have. They know ex- the FBI knows exactly what they're looking for. That is why the FBI right now is doing everything in their power. They are fighting, scraping at the walls to where their fingers are bleeding right now, trying to get this stop shit stop from being released. Because if the special master deems it unclassified, the deep state is fucked. Done. Hillary Clinton is fucked. Bill Clinton is fucked. Hillary might- Barack Obama is fucked. Joe Biden is fucked. Hillary might actually go to jail October 31st. So realize that this is still a very fluid situation. And remember, the names can change in the Q posts. Mm-hmm. I am beginning to believe because we just found another person. Uh, who did we talk to? Yes, um, Somebody else was just telling us yesterday about October and the 4th of October. Once again, I have found the 4th of October. I don't know why 10-4 keeps popping up. 10-4-22 continues to pop up every time I turn around and look. Something is going to happen on the 4th or just there after the 4th of October. For instance, right now we know that the... Um, And I asked a very smart and intelligent Catholic about this. I said, tell me something. When does the Vatican call back their loans? Yes, Monsignor. And the Vatican only calls back its loans in times of world war. Uh, Yeah. And everything has to be back in the Vatican by September 30th. The last time the Vatican called back all of their, all of their fucking loans and this, I no, actually, I talked to our insurance broker from the Knights. Gotcha. Even better. And he told me that that only happens, and it happened for the Knights already. The Knights already had to turn all their shit back in. All the money that they've ever made for the Catholic Church, everything had to be turned back in already. So something is going to happen in around the 4th of October. So they have nothing on their books except like to pay their mortgage. That's it. That's it. That's it. They have enough to push them through for the end of the fiscal year, and that's it. So there's there's something that's going to happen on and around the 4th of October. Be prepared, folks. Be very fucking prepared. Because as we've seen this year, anything can fucking happen. Anything. I can tell you this much. Trump is not a stupid man. Everything he's done is very calculated, very scripted. He is definitely thinking four or five moves ahead. Because if this is going to play out the way I envision it, if what he has given to the FBI is enough to sink everybody that's out there right now in and yes, one he fell has swoop, copies of all of it. Kaori has been bitching the whole time because I know he believes in Q and I, I get it, Kaori. Please continue believing in Q. Don't stop. Don't listen to me, although I'm a little bit more hesitant on it. I'm going <laughs> to say this much. Kaori has been fucking dead straight on about one post that Q said over and over again. It will be quick and swift. Whatever happens, it's going to be quick and swift. Yeah. It is coming. 
whatever happens, if you think about this information, that's pretty fucking quick and swift. If all of a sudden they declassify and it shows everything about Burisma, it shows everything that took place since 2016 has been a fabricated lie. And that right now we are serving under not our fucking, this is not our fucking president. I, I, it will be quick and swift because the people it's, it's not about the government anymore, folks. This will be about the people. Cause that means think about the red pill that will come from that. Think about the minds that will just shut down overnight. Think about the American populace and how quickly that'll just right to one side. Okay. Speaking of red pills and D class, I'm totally going on a tangent here. Y'all do not want to miss Sunday's true spiracy show, 9-11 show. Okay. I'm going to make Mick a sign that says, I think. Two no, planes, I already said I was making that. Fine. Sign. I think two, two planes took down the towers. Prove, prove me wrong. wrong. I am bringing on. A, a number of people, but um, Janet actually hand, gave me one today. Uh, a researcher, a journalist. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try and force that last red pill down Mick's throat. It's his last holdout. He still thinks that some Hajis living in caves. Oh, oh no, I, I don't flew, think it. I know some, it. Flew some planes into the the towers, and that was it. That was all that happened. No, I don't think that at all. Okay. I, that is not true, and you know that's not true. You just said mm -hmm. that just to try and fucking make people pissed off. Building 7, like, oh, yeah, that came down because of burning debris from a half mile away. Mm -mm. Wasn't a half mile away. Again, the grounds only were a half mile, so it doesn't matter. It was within the grounds. Whatever. Anyway, so that's going to be a blast. Um, when he and I have had this discussion, it's turned into a big argument. So I'm I'm treating this like an intervention. And yeah, you go ahead and intervene all you want. <laughs> Your guys are going to lose because I have straight science and other shit that can back me up on well, everything I say. And, uh, so I'm I'm bringing people that have the the science and receipts to back them up. So you guys don't want to miss it. It is going to be. Epic. They might have a bad day. It's going to be epic. Okay. Um, y'all don't want to miss that one. I can't wait. I'm so excited. So, which is, I, I see now, Liana, then, I heard they, that too. I heard that too. Uh, best day to take them out October 31st, Halloween, AKA, which is new year. I've heard that too. I think it's going to be before that um, though. Are we still going to replay my son Hunter? Yes. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. That's uh, going to go on tomorrow night. Yep. Yeah. No, not a whole lot of chit chat. We're just going to fucking. We're going to, we're going to say hi. We're going to play the movie. Yeah. In and out. So. But we're definitely playing it tomorrow night. So yes. you will be able to see it tomorrow night. But then the funniest thing that Mike said to me about 9-11, he was like, you know, more people believe like I do than believe like you do. And I was like, not in our community, not in the truth or world. What you're trying to, you're trying to use peer pressure against me. Fine. I'm going to do that same shit against you. I'm going to bring on every fucking truther I can find. And I know y'all are behind me on this too. And be like, no, no, babe, you, that is your last normie holdout right there. No, it's not a normie holdout. It it's really just, is. uh, I, I know mm -hmm. I've seen the video evidence I've seen. There, there's not a whole lot that you can say that the plane was there a minute and it was gone another. And you mean to tell me everybody that was in downtown New York city that day didn't hear a plane hit I'm the side of the building? I'm not saying that the planes didn't hit. I'm saying that they were a distraction for what really happened for building seven specifically. And that it, the planes, while they I'm sure hit the center, the, the trade centers, because I know people that say they saw it with their own eyes. Um, I, I think that they was, they were still wired to blow and it was a controlled demolition. The plane was a distraction. The plane was a fucking, 
was the shiny ball. I, I, I disagree. I know. Well, I we're, completely disagree. We're going we're gonna to prove it on Sunday. So one way or the other, we're, we're going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting. So, um, so you don't want to miss Sunday's show. It's Justin agrees with me too. No, he agrees <laughs> apparently with gay pride. Please go fix the light. And I don't believe that Justin agrees with gay pride. And Justin's sitting there saying, this is so gay. Stop. That's exactly nah bear. That's exactly what he's saying. He's saying nah bear. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, camel toe. We're, we're, I, I don't think there was uh, Liana. Liana, there's. What was in the towers? Why did they have to come down? What intel was being held there? We will get into all of that on Sunday. I don't think there was. They had trillions I, of dollars. There was money. There was tons of money. Well, I know that. The evidence of trillions of dollars that had been um, re uh, reappropriated. Mm -hmm. Well, that and that is a great possibility. Mm -hmm. uh, how the hell do you f fight that? How do you fight what? His... Intringence. I, I, I've been doing it for 30 years. Trust me. It's not easy. It's not, it has nothing to do with that. Okay, folks, there's, am I, am I not sold on that? There wasn't a, uh, am I not sold on that? Would you please go shut no, your fucking dogs up? Dude, they're fighting with each other. Last time they were fighting over a Good, sock. Now kick them outside. Now put them outside and fucking close the, the dog door. I can literally see water right there. They're fine. They're they're quiet. I'll tell the child to get them. No, go ahead. Talk. I'm not leaving. Uh, no planes. Nah, that I disagree with. That I now is there a possibility that the American government was aware that this was going to happen? Always. Is that always a possibility? A hundred percent. Because I'll never ever put that past the American government. However, I have seen enough. You got to remember, folks. I was in the military. I was already doing the shit that like, I was like doing the fun stuff that only 1% of the military gets to do. All right. I can tell you right now, without a shadow of a doubt, I saw what happened after 9-11. I have seen the intelligence that we collected downrange. I have seen the stuff that we have collected. I know exactly what was out there. I know exactly what we found in Afghanistan. <coughs> and I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, this had been in planning long before even Clinton was in office. They were actually going to attempt to do this when Bush one was in office. They weren't actually waiting that long. They didn't want to wait that long. They didn't want to wait until fucking almost two presidents later, but they had to because Clinton got smart on the scheme and started trying to take them out. There's a lot of shit. The whole USS Cole, all of that is in retaliation to shit that we had already done to them. That was all in retaliation and everything just built from there. I saw the, the planning, getting the guys into the United States, the fucking one lone TSA agent who you mean to tell me he wasn't in on the plan. And all of a sudden he caught two of the guys that were of the supposed hijackers and they were kicked out of the country, but all the rest got in. I find that a little odd. Yes, that is a little weird. Is it hard to fly a plane? No. The hardest part about, it doesn't matter what plane you get in. Folks, it was really cool. One of the cool things about the Q course, we get a crash course. Literally, it is a crash course on flying. And they call it a crash course. Because what they tell us to do is get out over open water and then ditch the plane. Because we can survive that. 
And it makes perfect sense. They teach you how to slow your airspeed down, bring it down to almost a stall about 30 feet off the deck, and then you jump out of the plane. You can survive that hit into the water. It sucks. It rings your fucking bell. It puts water in your asshole, which you never thought could ever happen to you. And you feel like you got ass raped by the fucking ocean, but you survive. Learning how to fly is not hard. It is actually really easy. It's landing that's really hard. Landing is the hardest part. All they did was go and take courses in a flight school that taught them how to fly. All you had to do is become, all you need to do is know where five basic controls are and anybody can fly a plane. A caveman can do it. It's not hard. Landing that motherfucker, getting that motherfucker to move on the tarmac, that is harder than anything else. That's why they waited till the motherfucker was up in the air. Now, could six people take over a plane? I've got even more bad news for you. Because of the way our society has been pussified and gentrified and we're a bunch of bitches. How many are you are willing? How many of you are willing to stand up and fucking take an attacker down on a plane? How many of you are willing to trade your life for everybody else on that plane? You got to remember Western culture. We think of life as very important, extremely important out there. They don't give a shit, folks. I've watched them fight. Our elites don't care either. Our elites don't care about us. But I can tell you, Arabs don't give a shit about us. They don't give a shit about themselves. They don't care about the people they're killing. So to to make me believe that what I went to war for, for at least the first, I'd say the first six years. There it is. I would have to say the first six years, that is what we were after. And we did it. And we did it good. We killed them and we killed them good. Now, was there, I've heard the conspiracy that there was the war, the industrial war, the industrial, whatever, military industrial complex that was pushing a war because they were out of money. I've heard all of that. I've yet seen any proof to all of that. Uh, Yes, there were a number of companies, but a number of companies always spring up during times of war. And yeah, I fully believe that no plane ever flew into the Pentagon because they didn't find any debris. There's bullshit. There's video evidence of it all over the place. And bullshit. And I've got pictures. I you've seen them. Of the debris. You saw from the, the plane? wheel. You saw the wheel in the office that I used to sit in before they moved us. I showed you the picture in the hallway in the Pentagon. There was a piece of fuselage and the freaking wheel from the front end of a plane inside the wall where I used to sit. Hmm. We'll see. Hey, I, I'm just, there's, there was debris. There was shit. Now, was that from a 737? That is where my issue is with the Pentagon issue, because the plane that you see flying into the Pentagon and the security cameras is not the plane that they said crashed into the Pentagon. And I am the one that is say to say, if they are willing to lie about that, they probably lied about the whole thing. However, Again, I've also seen other things that tell me something different that I can't talk about on here because then I'll go to jail. So I, I've seen other things at a much higher classification level that tell me something completely different. Now, is it not possible that the United States government was aware of this attack and they let it happen? Or they helped plan it? I, uh, I can tell you right now, or they didn't they help, help, they didn't help plan it. However, they let it happen. They 
funded it. There's some weird shit that that took place that day. For instance, all the F-16s that are normally what we call fly cap. And that's close air support above big cities, like National Guard planes. There There was some weird shit. The day before that, they had gotten an order that they were to drop all munitions off of the planes, that they were going to fly cap the following day. That is odd. That I can't explain. Why were they told to take off all their munitions off their planes? Even if they could have shot one of those planes down, if they could have got there in time to protect the Trade Center, they still couldn't have shot a plane down. Are y'all listening to this, right? It's He has all these little puzzle pieces and he's telling them to you, but he refuses to put them together. But we'll do that on Sunday. So let's not, let's save that for Sunday. Let's not get off topic. Let's, uh, let's, let's listen to camel toe and get high. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to break my arm. Shit, bitch. Christ, cunt. Uh, We got to listen to this whole. It's so funny. It's so funny. We'll see. It really is. It's the normal. Activities. Uh, It's normal. I can't hear it. The business of our work is for the council to report on the work that has occurred since our last meeting across these areas. We will today also discuss the work yet ahead, the work we must still do to continue to move forward. But are we going to do the work? Hold on a second. I got to play that again (laughs) because I I don't think that makes any sense. It doesn't. The work today is work. Today, the business of our work the business of our work is for the council to report is for on, the the council the report on the work that has occurred since our last since our meeting last meeting across these areas about the work we will today also discuss the work the work yet ahead the work ahead. we okay. must work still do okay. to continue to move forward <laughs> so we're going to talk about the work of 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 the work we're going to talk we're, we're going to have a meeting to talk today, about the work that we did oh, oh my god our work. stop bitch I don't want to hear you. God, shut up, you stupid whore. She needs another new speechwriter. Is she going to fire another one? One that doesn't have a word of the day calendar on their desk. What is up with this? Uh, We're lagging. Why are we lagging? Hold on, folks. I'll be right back. We're going to be right back. I got to fix something. Play an ad then. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Give me one second. I want to fix this because I was trying something new tonight. And it's not, no bueno. it's not working as I thought it would. No, I think, I don't know if Play it's- Play the defiant one. All right. There you go. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slipper slides and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Okay. All right, there you go. And I will say that the, the new Sorry. all-season sandals, they're like completely um, like amazingly waterproof too. 
Um, some sandals you get them and I don't know, they just, you get them wet. And even if they're supposed to be waterproof, they're just weird. These are like, they're, they're rubber, but they're comfortable. Anyway, um, how do I know that they're completely waterproof? Well, let's see when I had to get out of the truck and wade through water mid calf to grab the undercarriage that was trying to float down the road from the bottom of mixed truck. So I could throw it in the back of mixed truck. <laughs> You'll have that on those. Big the sandals papers. dried really fast. <laughs> I've heard that. <sighs> All right. Well, that should be better. I hope, I okay, hope, yeah, I we're hope not, we're, we're, not, we're, not we're transmitting anymore. better, better. Um, okay. for you. But, uh, yeah, no, that's like, uh, She's an idiot. Holy shit. And we have more view for you. Apparently the yes. view was just on fire. Apparently yes. this, this week. So. so y'all know that they invited Ron DeSantis to come to the view and he declined. He was like, why would I want to go talk to the view? They literally talk shit about me all the time yeah. so that they can do it in person. No, thank you. Fuck off. But his opponent, um, that the one that used to be a Republican and switched to be a Democrat, who does that? Anyway, he went on the view. Well, he got older. So. so this is him. You're going to have that. People go conservative when they get older. They you generally think. get you smarter, think. not dumber. First of all, I want to thank you for coming here today because um, uh, in case anyone's uh, missed the news lately, well, it's not the news really, um, your opponent, Ron DeSantis, refuses to come on this show. That's a shame. So I say, you know, if you're afraid, if you can't, if you can't deal with us, how are you going to deal with, you know, Kim Jong-un and Putin? <laughs> you can't even take on Sonny Hassan and Sarah Haynes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a cowardly move on his part. So I give you points for coming here today. Why do you think he refuses to come on this show? I don't know. Um, you know, he's Your also mom? refused to do a statewide debate in mm -hmm. Florida. And... I don't know what he's afraid of. Um, I'm, I'm a pretty nice guy, generally. <laughs> and uh, you're all lovely people. So I don't, I don't know why. I don't. He doesn't refuse. He hasn't refused. As a matter of fact, he's asking for a statewide debate. Yeah, I, I thought they just. And they, Christ, they is, actually... Christ is the one that's refusing. Correct. Charlie Christ is refusing to debate Ron DeSantis Correct. because Charlie Christ knows in a debate with Ron DeSantis, he would not only get his ass kicked, but he wouldn't even be able to call himself a man after that. He will have to walk around and guys will, every guy will have to take a little piece of his, his man card. Exactly, Lindsay, because they're all a bunch of thunder cunts. Cock juggling thunder cunts. Seriously. Every single one on that show. Yes. That's exactly what they are. But it, it, whatever, it, it don't matter. Because don't worry. Remember, Sorry, orange, orange is the new black. I, I, I apologize, Leo. I didn't mean to put you through that. We'll give you some dirty mop head instead. Yeah, we'll make it better for you, you or go. worse. Um, so a federal judge talking about the social media uh, lawsuits from Missouri and Louisiana. A federal judge ordered that you have 20 days to turn over emails uh, communicating with social media companies over misinformation and uh, disinformation. Um, what are those emails going to show? So I can't comment. You asked me this question last week. Uh, I can't comment on any specifically ongoing uh, litigation. And so again, I refer you, we would refer you to Department of Justice. A couple of things that I would say on just as a general matter on this, uh, as we've said over and over again, since the beginning of the administration and our battle against COVID-19, it has been critical for the American people to have access to factual, accurate, science-based information on information and ensuring that any media platforms have access to latest information on a once-in-a-generation pandemic is something that has been done since the earliest days of the pandemic. Yeah, earliest days of the pandemic. You see her about shitting her pants right there? Yeah. 
But that's because she's wearing orange. She wasn't wearing the right color today. So well, that she should have been was wearing actually, brown. That was last week, because um, these we've had or earlier this week. Uh, however, oh, this is this is that reporter. Um, interesting. So now arrested Brillo pad. Hold on. Both she and Fauci have been ordered by this judge to turn over any communication with any social media company that they had specifically concerning COVID, but not limited to, from my understanding. Hey, real quick, folks. Mm -hmm. Tell me something. What else is in those documents in Mar-a-Lago? What do you want to bet? There's some emails that were sent directly from the deep state to some social media companies. Yeah. And what do you, what do you want to bet that all of those are also included in all those documents? So, because of course it came out and it started when Zuckerfuck went on Rogan and, and said that the FBI told him to, you know, censor people. And then Alex Berenson, um, who has uh, a legitimate suit going against Twitter, um, apparently also came across some emails or got them in discovery or something like that, that the government very specifically told them to shut down his account. They also told them, uh, the government told social media to shut down a Fauci parody account. Um, and, uh, and then cause the CDC also had to turn over some emails. So they claimed that the COVID-19 vaccines, uh, let's see a CDC email to the company Uh, the Epic Times obtained this, said, claims that COVID-19 vaccines are ineffective for children ages six months to four years are false, and belief in such claims could lead back to vaccine hesitancy. COVID-19 vaccines available in the United States are effective at protecting people, including children ages six months to four years, from getting seriously ill, being hospitalized, even dying. Uh, The message follows one from a Facebook official asking the CDC to assist in its efforts to monitor claims about vaccine efficacy in children and babies. Hey, um, would you guys do me a favor? If you guys are out there and you own a Google phone, can you do me a favor? Get your spouse, your beloved other half to videotape you asking your Google phone. Oh, did you see that? To play me some music. Did you see that? I, I had that up. Um, I, I just want to see what happens. It's in here, actually. It's right there. Oh, is that that one? Okay. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, because you went. It, it, there we go. Yeah. I, I just want you guys to to ask your Google phone this because I want to know if this is true or not. Or I don't own a Go- Google Alexa, phone. Maybe Alexa would do it, too. That's Google-based. Maybe. Shut up, cunt. <clears throat> I could hear her ding. <laughs> I heard her ding. All right, so ask Google to sing you a song. Let's celebrate that we have the vaccine to help us bring a change to this old routine. It can help us build our immunities while taking care of our communities. Vaccines are safe and an important step towards opening up and shaking hands again and going somewhere we couldn't visit for months, protecting ourselves and the world at once. Scientists worked night and day. In record time, they found a way. Like superheroes in masks and gloves. Helping us get back to what we love. Yeah. Exactly. So in case you guys missed it, um, 
Mind play. Fucking a Liana Wolbert says iPhone plays Richard Marks. Goodbye, Hollywood. <laughs> Jesus, Liana. What the fuck are you listening to? Huh? Oh, wow. I haven't listened to Richard Marks in fucking years. That's a great one to look up, though. Can you put us back on the screen or are you just going to let everyone see? I'm going to let everybody see. Okay. It's cool. They love That's it. Fine. They think it's funny. Um, but in case you guys missed it, non-COVID related death rates are up across the world, especially in the most highly vaccinated countries. They're seeing non-COVID related death rates um, sometime in, in the double digits, you know, between 20 and 40% here in the States, it's closer to 80%. Um, yeah. Because uh, everyone's dying. They're all dying. Seriously. We're all going to die. I was listening to uh, I was listening to the news on the way home just to annoy our son. And they were talking about real estate and the housing market. Because, you know, Jerome Powell basically, he, well, anyway. They've, there's been this crazy study that came out. Um, Jerome Powell thinks that they can still keep a handle on inflation, which is they don't have a handle on inflation. So I don't know how you can keep something that you don't have. But... There's a study came out that basically said that the only way to get inflation down would be to have an unemployment rate of like seven and a half percent. So basically a whole bunch of people need to lose their jobs. Okay. For the most part. And that's going to be scary. Yeah. And then with the hike in interest rates, now banks are offering no money down mortgages. Okay. Which if you're a veteran, that's one thing, like the VA offers a zero money down mortgage, but it's like a repeat of 2008 on steroids because now if you are a minority, a person of color, or don't make enough money, you can get a mortgage with no money down. Okay. That's, that's going to work out really well for them. So, you know, they're talking about this in, on the news and they're like, um, now that the housing market's really starting to slow. So places, Connecticut, Nantucket, the Hamptons, you know, where the prices are really, really high up um, and people don't want to live there. The houses are staying on the market longer and they're getting fewer offers. And then, you know, but other places where the supply is less, the houses are still going pretty fast people know that 9% interest rates are coming. So they're trying to, if they're looking to move, they're trying to buy their house now. Well, it's still around 5% because they missed out on the 2% six months ago. And they're like, you know, in those places where su supply is, is still really tight, where supply is still really low, you're still going to see the price of houses rise, even though interest rates are going up. And all I can think to myself is, give it six months, there's going to be no place where supply is really low. You're going to have house, empty houses all over the place. Because everyone's going to die. Anyway, do you find your Richard Marks yet? No, I was looking for it. All right. Well, um, anyway. Oh, well. I'm looking. Oh, there it is. That's the one that she was talking about. I don't know. There goes... Uh, Old hot lips Lenore there sitting over here next to me. Oh. Is this what you were talking about there? Uh... Yeah, please don't. No. Liana? Shut off. Seriously, I'm so done. No. 
<laughs> See, she doesn't like this shit, Liana. I can't no. do that. I can't do that to you. All right. Yeah, you're damn right. I want it tonight. <laughs> Liana's like, oh, yeah, baby. He'd be better off playing some Bob Marley. Anyway. Hey, that can, that I can do, actually. <laughs> Might do that in, in Can line. we please get high? We haven't done that yet. I, it's that time. I know. No, it really is that time. It's 420 All right, somewhere. go ahead. Grab well, it. Hit my, hit my, my. We'll my. do. In one second. We'll do. Come on now. Uh, let's see here. You're right, Kaori. Only the jabbed are going to die. Unless when people start going hungry, they kill each other over food. So only the jabbed and the unprepared are going to die. How's that? There you go. All right. Better. Air. Well, you're going to have an empty house there, uh, always in Texas. I mean, at least then you'll have a nice house by yourself, I guess. I mean, you have that to look forward to. Sparky Boy, were you very good friends with Dragon Lips, the CCP hooker with no legs? Do they qualify as midgets? Hookers with no legs? I, I don't know. Depends <laughs> on their height. If they're like five four and below, yes, they can't. They okay. <laughs> Holy shit! Jaekwondo Master is back. Woohoo! We missed you, Jaekwondo Master. Can you do me a favor, please, sir? Can you reach out, send me that uh, the uh, We Fight Bears emblem, if you would be so kind? I'd love to add it to a uh, thing I'm putting together for Phil and the family. Excellent. I'm, uh, I have taken the painstaking today, my first day of doing it, took the painstaking because I have, uh, Justin gave me access to his Dropbox and in his Dropbox is all of, all of the shit that him and Jason did on the border. So I'm literally putting it all together in a montage of sorts. Um, there's not gonna be any audio, but there'll be a song associated with it all the way through. And it'll be just short clips and pictures of them down on the border. And uh, I'm going to send it to James for the uh, when we do the final thing for um, at the the bar during the ride. And uh, it's going to be pretty sweet. Um, I think Phil will like it. Uh, nobody else has done anything with it. Of course, nobody else. I don't think anybody else has access to it. So what do you call a chick with no legs? Answer a snail trail. Gladys, I'm sorry to hear about That's your hysterical. son and your grandkids. We'll pray for them. What are you talking about? Son and grandkids got jammed. Yep. Shit, there's all sorts of ways to get, get around that. If they start taking ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine yeah. now, from what if Dr. You, Stella told us, she if, said that that'll stop it. It'll prevent any of the damage from well, the jab. I don't know if it'll prevent it, but it'll certainly help mitigate it. Um, if you missed last night's interview with Dr. Stella, please go check that out because she's amazing. Um, or go to drstellamd.com and use the promo code Defiant. You can save 5% uh, on everything from her vitamins to uh, teledoc visits, prescriptions, her book, everything. So definitely check that out. But that that can definitely help. Yes. 
So if they come to your house every once in a while, you can <laughs> feed them a little uh, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, and see if you can yeah. hope to Lord that that works. I'm sure mom and dad will be pissed off with you, but yeah. it's always better to ask for forgiveness than permission. So just keep that in mind. I pretty much live by that. I ask, And it doesn't feel the same unless we're playing this. So True that. Yeah, turn that up. There you go. Because this would have been more Justin speed. To that. So what's the gutsiest thing you did this week, babe? If Hillary got to answer the question, then so do you. In history or today? This week. Or this week? This week. Oh, yesterday. And I can't say that this is gutsy because I do this any day, but When it's, you called me and yelled at it, me in the morning and then hung up, that was pretty fucking gutsy. <laughs> no, nobody gives a fuck about that. However, so yesterday I was driving behind this ass clown. And uh, if you've ever heard me bitch about people driving... It's pretty hysterical, actually. Um, <clears throat> there was this guy, um, no bullshit, right in front of me. He was uh, driving like a, uh, it was a Mercedes. Had to be, had, had to have been at least a $90,000 Mercedes, right? So I pulled up next to him because we got to this point at a red light where you pick the lanes you're turning from. And I got into the one lane that he wasn't in and I was right next to him. And I rolled my window down. He rolled his window down. I said, man, you must be pissed. And now, mind you, I'm in my work truck. I said, <laughs> you must be pissed. And he looks at me, he goes, no, no, what are you, what are you talking about? And uh, I was just like, you bought a $90,000 car without a blinker. <laughs> I'd be fucking furious. And I rolled my window up and I drove forward. Oh. And that motherfucker must have sat there for like a good five minutes. I was laughing my balls off driving away. I was just like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. And then there was another lady on Wednesday that I was behind that I promptly flipped off when I drove around her. And uh, on the back of her car was one of those coexist bumper stickers. Oh, yeah. I love those. And then right below that, there was another bump, bumper sticker. How my driving is depends on how, how good your masking is. And oh, as wow. I went, when I drove around her, wow. that's exactly what I was doing. Okay. Trying to swerve into her lane, too. It's good. The fuck out of her. Hopefully kill her from a heart attack. I don't give a shit. Fucking twat. I'm sure she's quadruple jabbed waiting on her fifth shot. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is wrong with us? Wow. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I've, you, how, how much crazier can we get? We have people that are still running around doing shit like that. Oh, you want to know how much crazier we can get? Uh, there was there was another one I saw. Uh, this is a guy in Florida. I saw it on Instagram today. There was a dude in Florida who's behind this car, and he had this camera on the car, and there was a bumper sticker on the back of the car, and the bumper sticker said, yes, I will fucking kill Republicans. That sounds... And Guarantee that motherfucker never gets pulled over. Guarantee that motherfucker never gets thrown in jail. But yet, if you and I put a bumper sticker on the back of our truck that said, yes, I kill liberals, we, we go to jail instantly. Instantly. I, I couldn't believe it. 
I could not believe it. Uh, I believe the uh, the page, if you want to see it, it's uh, Instagram page is uh, this world's gone crazy. But but they say that we're divisive. They say that Republicans are divisive because we like our guns. We're violent because we like our guns. We're we're racist because we like, we like our guns. But no, 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 no. And if you're black and you're a Republican, you're an Uncle Tom. But according, you're worse than a racist. According to the liberals, we we can't have constitutional carry because then black people might get guns. That's literally what the liberals said. I, I know. I mean, come on. Who's really the racist no here? Shit. Who? I I mean, this shit has gotten so insane. Well, and they are. Do you know? Are you aware? After being surveyed and polled by two liberal pollsters, one from Politico and one from CNN. You got polled? Get this. No, no, no. Okay. Get this. Hmm. Those two political polls, guess where the polls were about? What? Members of Congress and the Senate who have been vaccinated. Wait, what? Members of the Congress and the Senate who have been vaccinated. Yeah. Over 63% of both offices have not been vaccinated. Well, of course not. They weren't required to. And they handed out ivermectin like it was freaking Skittles in Congress last year. That's why none of them have been dropping dead or getting the Rona. They get it once. They took ivermectin. They didn't get it again. Seriously. Seriously. If they had all been jabbed right now, you are five times more likely to be hospitalized or die from anything, including Rona, if you get the jab versus unvaccinated. And the more jabs you get, the higher that likelihood goes up, okay? Five times more likely. Every single day this week, a football kid, teenager, has dropped dead during practice. Every single day this week. Guess what they all have in common. Today, Guess all what they jabbed. all have in common. They've, they've all been jabbed. All been jabbed. Uh, because up north, uh, right here, down here, our our schools have been in for a month, right? My kid's like, oh, it's September already? I mean, they went back to school August 3rd. But down here in the south, like where we come from, you go back to school after Labor Day. These kids are just starting football practice now well, uh, no, they've been uh, going to football practice. They were starting school now. They're starting. Okay. And so now more of their day is being consumed instead of, you yeah. know, hanging out at home and relaxing. So now they're going out on the football field and they're pra- they're going to school for eight hours. And then they're going to practice for two hours and they're fucking dropping dead on the football field. Yeah. There's been almost one every, every day this week. Uh, there's been some days we've had two or three. And like the the last uh, was it on Friday uh, of last week the one that I read that was just absolutely horrific. There was a European soccer player, there was a freshman high school football player, and there was a sophomore college player that all died in one day on Friday. And then there was a sixteen year old kid that they pulled six feet of, of clots. Blood clots out of his leg out of his leg six feet. So. Uh, and, and these clots, they're, uh, not blood elastic. They're, they're, they, they said they're an elastic or elasticized fabric yeah. of sorts. Fibrous. It's a woven fiber, el- elastic fiber. Yep. Can you, 
I can't even fucking believe that that does not piss off all of America. Yeah. I can't believe that 67% of Congress, of both houses, the Senate and Congress, have not been vaccinated. Yet every motherfucker on the in the, on the hill have has come out and said, go get your vaccine, go get your vaccine, to include Donald Trump. Go get your vaccine. Go get your vaccine. Yep. And nobody's looking at this going, wait a minute. Even liberals are starting to report that the vaccine, the jab is bad. What in God's name? This is my point. Uh, This actually sums up my point fucking perfectly concerning what happened on 9-11. They're they're buying concerning what happened on 9-11 inside the airplanes, inside the airplanes. This is the same thing that fucking happened. Don't worry about it, folks. Rape victims seldom, seldomly ever talk about it. Once you've been raped, it's all over. We don't talk about it again. But this is us getting ass fucked again. Why? Because once again, we are willing to let this happen, to just sit down and be quiet. Don't rock the boat, madam. Shh, be quiet. As many people die, as many people die in a m- every month from the jab as died on 9-11. They went... To the Polish camps first, and nobody said anything. They took the disabled first. They went and they took the the handicapped next, and the elderly, and nobody said anything. They went into the synagogues. They got all the elders and the believers out, and they marked them, and nobody said anything. They came for me. And there was no one left. And there was nobody left to say anything. Metaphor, it's a tough, it's a touchy subject for all of us. My, my dad just went and got his next fucking booster shot. I was like, you've had a serious reaction after every single one. And you were just almost that, that rash that you've had going down your face for three months was just starting to get better. And now, now you can't breathe again because you got another shot and there's like, it's an elephant sitting on his chest and he's gained 30 pounds. And it, this vibrant active man is a a couch potato that naps more than he's lucid. I, I, I don't know what else to say. This is, uh, I don't know how more people aren't pissed off about, I can't look at Congress now. I can't look at the Senate. I, I can't even look at them and hold them take them seriously anymore. You know what? Here, we're going to go down this line because this is, this is, you, you know, we talk about what's going on here at home, but, um, but this is what's really going on. Uh, start, start down this line. Start here. I, I'm angry. I am pissed. I am fucking beyond pissed. Cause you know, what's you know, what's interesting. You know, what we found out today, um, you know, and we, we were talking about this, um, our good friend who, fixed our bathroom, finished fixing our bathroom today. So now I get to paint it. Thank you, Justin. You're amazing. Um, not obviously 
our Dustin, but our Dustin. Um, so we're sitting there talking about it, about the queen, the royal funeral, the pomp and ceremony that goes along with it, the millennia of tradition that's embedded in that culture that we really have no concept of. I mean, as Americans, we have very little concept of that. Um, I have maybe more of a concept of it because I lived in England for a time when I was a kid and Mick does as well because his dad was born in Ireland. Um, so we're a little closer to Europe than most Americans, but maybe this will be a learning experience for the entire world, for the younger generations, what tradition and ceremony really look like. It's it, how important it can be. Because I think it is. I think it can be really, really important. It gives you a sense of continuity, um, puts you in touch with your history that you don't otherwise have. But interesting that uh, Klaus Schwab and George Soros are going to be going to the Queen's funeral. She despised them, by the way. And, you know, I, I know we all talk about she was she was evil and she was a liver, lizard person and all this. And and I'm not really sure where I stand on that. Um, I, I think she turned a blind eye to what her husband and her sons did that are truly despicable and evil. Um, and that definitely makes her evil by association. I don't know that she participated in it. Um, cause I did meet her once when I was a kid, actually, when we lived in England and I went to the London school of ballet and everyone at the London school of ballet after a certain point tries out for the Royal London school of ballet and the queen every year watched the auditions. It was actually one of her pleasures. Like she, she loved to come and watch the little girls dance. Maybe she did participate anyway. Um, and we actually, I had to dance the polka for her, which was fun. We all did our little Swan Lake ballet thing. And then we danced the polka. She, at her request, um, and she came up to me. She looked at me. Damn, V. Lynn was getting scoped by a child pedophile. She even, she touched my face. Um, and uh, yeah, anyway. And I got accepted into the Royal London School of Ballet, but then we moved back to the States because we weren't there for very long. About 16, 18 months. Um, then my mom's work visa was up. We had to come back or stay permanently. We weren't staying permanently. So, but uh, yeah, she despised Klaus Schwab and George Soros, and they were not allowed in her country. Now they're coming to her funeral, and she will be rolling over in her grave. Yeah, she may have been trying to steal my power. Um, but yeah. It's uh, it's a little disturbing because, of course, Charles is the WEF king. He is the World Economic Forum leader. He's part of that crew. He's he really not a is. new world leader. He's he's the old school. He's the original pilot program. Yeah. And uh, he's one of the few remaining, but he's got a lot of... Uh, it, it's going to be weird. Okay. Okay. The, one of the things I, I was, we were talking about today 
and I've, I've only read about this, so I've never actually seen it. Like I've never, I, I've, I've always heard about it. Um, and I always thought it was crazy because of what London is and where London is. Um, one of the times I was there, uh, I was talking to a couple of the guys from the SAS. We were there training with them. We were in London. We were in downtown London. And um, we were up in this building. And I remember just standing up on the roof of this building. And you could see for miles. I mean, you could see buildings for miles clear to the river and back. Uh, right to the Thames. I mean, you could see buildings right up to the Thames. You could see uh, London Bridge. You could see all of it. It was amazing, right? And, um, one of the things he told me about, um, uh, and this guy was a hell, he was, oh my God, talk about like, he's like me on the history side of his country. He was like, he could tell you about all the coolest shit in the world. And, uh, so we were sitting there talking this one day, we were up on this building. We were, we were part of this operation. We were training and it was fucking colder than balls. And it was raining of course, cause it is London. And, uh, so I'm looking out there and we were talking about, during a king's coronation because he was the one who taught me about the the differences in the coronation a, a queen although her coronation is very large and very lavish and and holy shit a king's coronation is twice as long twice it has more pomp and circumstance there's so much shit that happens during a king's coronation it's nuts one of the things they do on the 10th day after the coronation there is what they call uh union day and in downtown london every building runs a union jack to the top of the flagpole and you go up on the building and you can take a picture in any fucking direction and all you see is a sea of union jacks all over the place everybody does it on their houses when they get their houses built they have a pole a flagpole set up into the build of the house so they can do this. And I thought about it for a minute because I'm thinking to myself, the last time I saw something like that was just after 9-11. Just after 9-11, man, you couldn't, you couldn't drive a minute and not see an American flag sticking out of somebody's house. Now it's racist. Think about how much damage they've done to just the flag alone. Yeah. I just, this, this, this is so huge. The military, the display that is put on for a king as compared to a queen, what you're about to see, um, you're going to see a day too. This is going to be nuts because uh, the one thing that they don't do for a queen, the only thing they do for a queen on during her coronation is the only thing that comes out of the royal, um, the all the fucking necklaces and shit. What is that? The, uh, the Royal, uh, gems the and all the, the jewels, royal the Royal jewels. jewels. Yes. The only thing that comes out of there for a queen's coronation is the actual fucking crown. Her crown was used uh, during her coronation. And then it went right back into the, yeah, the crown queen's jewels. Tiara and crowner. Now the difference between a king and a queen's coronation is those, all the crown jewels that the king wants to wear. He's going to be wearing that day. And the king has all say over all of them. So he decides what gets worn, what doesn't. Understand that England is now set up for another four kings after this. 
it'll be a, a while before we see another queen in charge of the Commonwealth. Um, uh, it, it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, this is, if your kids have never seen like anything, like even a Royal wedding, this is something you actually want to watch. This is actually really fucking cool. They got all sorts of shit. Like the King gets the initial changing of the guard for the, the dudes that don't say anything. Like you can't make them laugh. Like you stand in front of yeah. them and there's actually oh, I tried so hard to make they, them laugh. the King actually tests them. The king will actually test them and they can't make a movement. They can't do anything. Um, there's a lot of crazy shit. It's really cool. I, I'm kind of looking forward to it, to be honest with you. It'd be the first time that I'm looking forward to something that came out of Great Britain ever because I've never seen this. And I mean, the royal wedding was fun. Yeah, I, but I mean, we saw like, I've seen three of them in my lifetime now. Yeah. This is, uh, it, that's I like mean, old, old news in, now. Unless you're, unless you're a World War II era generation yeah. you, you've not seen a queen or a royal wedding royal a royal inauguration yeah so it should be interesting anyway um but going back to the world economic forum i i, I put this series of clips together over the, the last couple of weeks it's pretty interesting it'll be crazy folks mm-hmm. You know, the World Economic Forum's article or the uh, rather advertisement where they're like, you will own nothing and you'll and be happy and be happy. Yeah. Just imagine saying that to people because that doesn't even make any sense because someone's going to own these things. So who owns it? The state? The state owns it? What about you? Do you own anything? Are people renting these things? How's that work? Does someone own it? No one owns it. No. So yeah. everybody can just take whatever you want. Is but that you're going to be happy, Joe. You're going to be happy. You're going to be really but how about, happy. What if I'm already happy? <laughs> <laughs> you will give us your land. Imagine being able to say that this is going to make you happy. Like, how the fuck do you know it makes people happy? I think when whenever I reach a point where I think that I, you know, I really don't give any fucks, then I think about the world I can norm economic forum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that is a strange thing because I never even knew that was a thing until like a couple of years ago. And then I started watching. Nothing to see here. Just the you know the world leaders talking about policy for the entire. Yeah, world. no big deal. Yeah, nothing, nothing to worry about. Yeah, no big deal. Don't worry about it. You know, no biggie. We're good. We're good. Don't worry about it. We'll we'll take care of you. Nothing we're we're here, here for you. Yeah. And oh, all, who said that first? Humanity. Oh, who said that first? Oh, that was that would be me. I did say that first because that's exactly what they said. Go to the next one. Yeah, Down yeah, next yeah, level. I gotcha. Yeah. So um. You will get you will get nothing and like it. Mm-hmm. That's th- that's what it is. It's your mother. It's your mother yelling at you. You will eat that and you will like it. Who's to say I'm going to like it, Mom? Get the fuck out of here. But that's exactly what they came back and said. Very interesting. Very mm-hmm. very interesting. Now we have Joe Rogan saying it, so now we're, we must be true. Oh my God. Well, this is the Hungarian minister to the eu answer from emma which is showing for every vaccine the kind of tests that were done so in the case of in the case of moderna for example you provided data showing that you tested these vaccines since 2017 2018 2019 so how are you able to test these vaccines back then when we found out about this virus in december of 2019 Second question, the contracts. 
You mentioned here that there are some secrets or some confidential information in these contracts that should protect your interests. Now, the question that I address to you, what about the interests of us and the interests of the European citizens? Because this is how some of the pages from the contract between Moderna and the European Commission is showing. So I'm asking you, do you think this is fair to all of us to talk about these vaccines, to talk about boosters, to talk about medical products when we don't know the clauses? of these contracts. So the direct question to you, Mr. Bonsell, is when are you going to fully publish the contracts that you had both with the European Commission and with the member states of the European Union? Another question, the issue of liabilities. You were asked by our colleague here about the liabilities and you avoided to answer this question. So my question to you is, why are you pushing the liabilities on the states and on the people who receive these vaccines and might have, and I say it might have, adverse effects while you get all the profits. Nevertheless, the, bi the bivalent boosters, this is the last question. Yeah, but you, already you just stated here that these boosters were requested by the U.S. government who also approved the boosters without trials on humans. So I'm asking you, do you think this is fair? Do you think we can go and ask the European citizens to be vaccinated with some medical products that were not properly tested or not at all tested in humans? Thank you. Mr. Teres, next time I'll deduct 40 seconds from your speaking time. This is an important issue. With all due respect, it it's an important it issue. And the reason why they are here is to answer questions. Yes. And I see that they are all avoiding answering concrete questions from my colleagues. Yeah, but it's also respectful for well, your colleagues. Well, they have to be... She's not actually going to answer any questions. She's going she's going to deduct 40 seconds from the next you time we talk. You, you know what though? I I you know what? He's fired up. Yeah. I like it. Exactly. I like it. He's pissed. Mm -mm. He's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah. They're not even America's not testing with humans. Does anybody else not see a problem with this? Exactly. I, there's there's Oh man, this fires this just this is like blatant right in front of your face. It's he'll, like, he'll hey, be, he'll be the next one to be You uh, you sheep, you sheep, don't worry about it. Just follow, <laughs> just follow me. Just follow me, sheep. We got this little thing. It's a piston. It shoots out of this gun because it's got all this compressed air behind it, and it pop right between the eyes. Good night. Last thing you see. The last people that's the the last world leaders that spoke up like that. Hmm. Series of Oh, ill-begotten gains. Yes, they had oh, accidents. African presidents um, or prime ministers, depending. All of a sudden, on their country. plane crashed. The Japanese prime minister. He fucking died of he, he a got, heart attack. Uh huh. Um, and the only one standing left right now is Brazil, and someone tried to stab him recently. He's been silenced. I mean, he's not talking anymore. But so, oh no, he's still talking. I just, I, I can't believe, I mean, that guy was fired up. He's pissed and I'm glad, I'm glad people are finally getting angry about this. this we, we have, we have let this go and let this go and let this go and let this go. And every time we've just kept our mouth shut and nobody said anything. It's the silent ones that get shot folks. I, don't, I just don't get it. I don't, I just don't get it. I don't know why we keep fucking stepping on our own cranks. Yeah. We stupid. We some stupid white people. United States, in particular the investment fund Rosemont Seneca, which is headed by Hunter Biden.
Rosemont Seneca Partners is the firm tied to Hunter Biden, the U.S. president's son. And the Russian defense ministry is listing uh, financial entities that are involved in these bio labs in Ukraine. Now, they also listed George Soros's Open Society <laughs> Institute uh, and Open Society oh Foundations, uh, which are also involved with them, and uh, as well as the Ministry of Defense of Ukraine and the Ministry of Health of Ukraine uh, and the U.S. Department of Threat Reduction. Um, um, all of them seem to be tied in with these bio labs, um, and it appears that uh, that that Rosemont Seneca Partners. Uh, the reason that they would be involved is because they have a relationship with Metabiota and Black and Beach, which are main suppliers of Pentagon bio lab materials. Now, uh, Moscow is also coming forward and saying uh, that it appears. These biolabs are connected uh, with institutions uh, and research organizations that are related to nuclear missiles. This is what was said. The scale of the program is impressive. In addition to the military, the U.S. Agencies for International Development, the George Soros Foundation, and the Center for Disease Prevention Control are directly involved in its implementation. Scientific supervision is carried out by leading research organizations, including the Los Alamos National Laboratory, which developed nuclear weapons as part of the Manhattan Project. All these activities are carried out under the full control of the Pentagon. Now, the over 30 biolabs are accused by Russia of being involved in weapons development and trying to develop biological weapons. Now, the USA denies this and insists they are simply research facilities. Um, and we did hear acknowledgement of these facilities' existence from U.S. Undersecretary uh, Victoria Nuland. Ukraine has... Uh biological research facilities. We are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. The fact that, uh, that she expressed this concern about their possibly getting into the hands. <sighs> Hold on. I, I plead the fifth. Um, no, but I can tell you that I plead the fifth. I have a secret document that I think you need to say. <laughs> wow. So, Folks. If anyone, if anyone in here has been listening to us from the beginning, and um, there were a number of people that we sent this particular document to that we actually, it was, it was plutonium. And it was that, it was what just got laid out there. It literally, it showed step-by-step step, um, that, uh, and now, now apparently other people have it and now they're finally reporting on it. We've only been waiting on this for a year and a half, literally a year and a half that Hunter Biden, Rosemont Seneca funded the bioweapons labs in, in Ukraine in Ukraine and that's potentially where the covid both the virus and the vaccines were it was developed. last uh last July I I think we we talked we hit this yeah. uh yep this exact thing if you go to it was one of the shows last July I know it was last July I know it was in the summer and uh yeah I got in was it last July or was it July before because we didn't go on vacation last July. It was the July before, not this past July, but the July before, because it was right when we came, it was right around Jamaica. Okay. Yep. I, I came back. I had gotten some really, really good information and we had talked about this exact thing. 
I gotten email stuff. I had gotten stuff that like literally could not, you can't keep that. You got to get rid of it because anybody that touches that is burning. It don't matter what happened. I distributed it and I, my mom has a hard copy and I, I don't, there's not even one in this house. So like, this is no shit. Like this was bad. Yes. Sparky. That's exactly why Ukraine got all the money and is continuing to get all the money. And I, we called it out. We said what was going on and we sent it off. We sent it to journalists. I sent it to quote unquote real journalists that would put it out in the bigger media. And it's taken them a year and a half, but yeah, or a year, but we're here. Yeah. Year and a half. Uh, metaphor. I, I do not have the, the full video link. Um, I'll try and find it for you. But holy shit, that that's all the shit we talked about. I mean, all of that, everything, every part of that, Rosemont, Seneca, fucking Hunter Biden, Devin Archer, they're all involved. All three of them, all of three of them trace back to COVID. This is how they did it. It wasn't did China. I, did I send it to Project Veritas? It was I did not. China. I did not send it to Project Veritas. I kept it in the family. I, I gave it to a couple people. Um, Actually, well, the first person we gave it to was a lawyer. And then we gave it, he gave it, he distributed from there. Yeah. It was, um, it went to some important people that we knew would not slough it off. And now it is finally made its way around. Apparently they finally been able to confirm what this information. Is, uh, this is a relatively recent video um, within the last month. The information that we received. Um, this is amazing. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. I, I, I guess I got to classify that one as a win <laughs> yeah. now because that's a yeah. win. Now this, Holy shit. this is another interesting aspect to this whole global conspiracy. Well, Liana, you got to remember, you're right. They didn't say that in my son Hunter, but you got to remember my son Hunter only goes up to just after the election. It, it kind of just dies off right after. If you think about the timeline, it ends it like right after the election. Yeah. Or, or right, right I'm sorry. The election. Let me, let me make sure I word that properly. Just like fucking Joe did. It stops just after the erection. Um, we, we got our hands on that document in June of 2021. So yeah, yes, you're right. Kari, the virus came from China. Correct. In Ukraine, not China, the country. Yes, you are right. We said that too. We yep. said all of that. Yep. Yep. Um, the Chapel Hill, Durham, not John Durham, but as in Durham, North Carolina, genome sequencing. Originally the, the jab and the virus were developed at Fort Detrick and, uh, then Ralph Baer brought it to Chapel Hill. They're developed, but they can't be mass produced here in the United States right. because we have uh, certain treaties in place that prevent us from mass producing weapons of mass destruction Which here. Which is why we have bio labs around the world. However, the CIA has a number of labs throughout the world in which other things are developed outside of the United States, obviously on black, on black sites or in black projects and black money in which you can't trace back to anybody in the federal government that are developed in these locations. And um, that's basically what happened here. We burn it. It got burnt. We, they know about it. The Russians have known about it. Why do you think, well, why, why are, the were going after they were asking questions about just not even more than a month ago, 
they were asking questions or they were talking, they were giving statements in saying that, video, that's that what he was talking this about. is taking place in Ukraine and we know it without any fucking question. Sarah, we are showing my son Hunter tomorrow night, Saturday. Um, yeah. So, but I mean, like we are, I, I don't understand why, or, or I, I can't figure it out why we are so reluctant to blame Hunter Biden for being the douchebag that he is. He got caught. And everybody's just so eager to protect him. Oh, he's just the president's son. Mm-hmm. Joe's retarded. Hunter's retarded. No, he's the smartest man in the world. Yeah, I I would argue that one. We left at Juneteenth. Oh, my God. What time are we going to play My Son Hunter tomorrow? I, eight, eight o'clock? Did you talk to... Josh? Josh? What time does he go go live? I I don't think they do a Saturday show. They do conversations on the fringe on Friday. I told you to reach out to Josh. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. Anyway. Never listens to me. No. Never. She never listens. Sometimes I do. I get it. We can hang Hunter. I'm down with that. Just as long as the red scarf in the fucking hotel bathroom and he's hanging off a doorknob because he's fucking retarded because that's how Hillary would stage it. Just saying. Not that I know that or anything. I know. Weird me. Every city police force in the United States is the United Nations. I built the dish. I built the city of Bend Police Department building and on the blueprints there were two locker rooms in both rooms were identical but when I built the city of Bend Police Department building I had to build two locker rooms and I said how come because this one's filled with the duty uniforms and this one's filled with their United Nations uniforms if you look at uh, State House Department publication 6227 written in 1961 it's an order from the United Nations to tell the police departments to begin to find ways to confiscate our firearms. The foreign nation has to work through our state department. So all the police get instructed from the state department. We found this out in Houston, Texas, when the floods happened a few years ago and the Houston city of Houston police department had to put on blue uniforms. There's warehouses all over this country with UN vehicles, ATACs, assault vehicles in them all over this country that the chief of police has access to. He can't touch it until the United Nations tells him he has to. That is some scary shit, folks. Yeah. That's some really scary shit. Yeah. Go go back to that that law real quick. Licensing. There, the common law is the real law, the supreme law of the land. The code, rules, regulations, policies, and statutes are not the law. Self versus Ray. 
Uh, legislative statutes enforced upon the people in the name of law are a fraud. They have no authority and are without mercy. Justice without mercy is godless and therefore repugnant toward the United States Constitution. Lawmakers were given authority by the people to legislate codes, rules, regulations, and statutes, which are policies, procedures, and law to control the behavior of bureaucrats, elected and appointed officials, municipalities, and agencies, but were never given the authority to control the behavior of the people, as we read in a United States Supreme Court decision. Interesting. Mick mm. uh, <clears throat> Sparky wants to know if the Kandahar giant is real. The Kandahar giant? The licensing departments. You have to be a little bit more specific on that one. Whether it's zoning, buildings, um, housing will be impacted by it, planning certainly. Um, and it's and you, and you pick the people that run those agencies and the deputies that are pledging allegiance to the new world order and good governance. And then I think you have the inspector general. Wow. That is just, that is fucking psycho. That's Beetlejuice. What do you want to? Oh man. Isn't that crazy? That is nuts. That hurts. So that hurts my head. And then go to the next one. Yeah, I know I'm going, I'm going. This is actually a good thread of uh, clips. You got, (laughs) I've been waiting. I've been waiting on this one. You know, um, the, the, I've had a number of people reach out to me, um, British intelligence, doctors, people in the military, politicians, people I certainly never thought that I would speak to. And I can tell you, these young men that are coming in are, are UN soldiers. That's what they are. They're, they're, um, they're bringing them into the country under the guise of them being refugees, which they're doing in the States as well. Uh, these people are going to end up going door to door and dragging you away. Um, if you're unvaccinated, they will. They will. That's the plan. I've been told by more than one military, senior military source. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, this is already what, you know, the people I've been surrounded by have been doing. Like, they've been working for the goddamn government since 1970, you know? So, you know, this is like nothing new. Do you so, have so, any, like, any idea of the time frame around that? No, no. I wish I did. I wish I did. I suspect a good point it would be when the internet goes off. Sorry, say that again? When, when they um, turn the internet off and they they accuse it of being Putin or something like that, you know, they'll say, oh, you know, Putin's EMP attack and the internet's gone off. And that's when I feel they'll probably go door to door under that um, well-orchestrated, well-organized roundup of people. Um, and the madness will begin. It's it's happening. I really don't care what anyone thinks of me. I've got nothing to lose and every, you know, nothing to gain and everything to lose. Um, I really don't care because I've got a critical mind and I know what the future holds for us because I can see it. I sat four feet for Sir Graham Bailey. I looked at his face. I knew. He knew. He knew. He admitted he couldn't stop it and it was above his pay grade. And you, you had said um, in the interview. Wow. So, you know, uh, the Kandahar giant, Mick has never heard of the Kandahar giant, a 12 to 15 foot giant killed by military in Afghanistan is a story. No, I, uh, I gotta be honest with you guys. Uh, the Kandahar, uh, my last deployment, second to last deployment, second to last deployment with SF, I was in Kandahar and I was only there for a month. So Kandahar, I spent most of my time, I was out of Bagram. Everything I did was the uh, middle of Afghanistan and north. That's that's where we worked. Uh, if you if you divided uh, 
Afghanistan up into four areas. Now I heard about some weird shit at Bagram. Uh, have you ever heard, uh, have you guys, Oh, here's a good one. All right. So this is an experience that I had at Bagram. There's been a <laughs> long running story about the ghost of Bagram. Um, and the camp that I was on at Delta, we had a small building, um, in a very large secured gated compound from even the Americans, Americans couldn't, you just couldn't walk on where we were. Um, it was very, very secure. We were like triple layer security there. And, uh, where we were supposedly this ghost had like fucked with everything. Right. So, uh, one night I was in the, I was, uh, down in the dead center and we were sitting there and I was talking to our dead chief and, um, we were just, having a fucking conversation and we were drinking coffee, just bullshitting. And it was like fucking two o'clock in the morning. It's not weird for that. I mean, we do it all the time because two o'clock in the morning we're awake. We actually did reverse cycle. So I slept during the day and I was up at night and we were sitting there that night. We were drinking coffee. I was watching, I was watching the news at home. I was actually waiting to call her and, uh, cause I would call her just before I went to bed and, depending on what I was doing the following day would depend if I called her again. So we were, me and him, he was a black guy. We were sitting there bullshit. We were having a great conversation. I think we were talking about football and, uh, his cup of coffee, like got thrown across the room. I was like, what the fuck? I was dude? like, what did you do? I was like, why did you fucking do that? And he looked at me, he goes, dude, I didn't even touch that. And I was like, bullshit. And then my cup of coffee got fucking thrown across the room right in front of us. And we both like looked at each other and I swear to God, he was whiter than I was. <laughs> and we both fucking started moonwalking the fuck out of that room because we were like, holy nope. shit. Not bear. We walked out and our, our medic, our doc, doc walks up and he looked at us. He goes, what the fuck is wrong with the two of you? I was like, dude, don't go in there right now. And fucking, he was like, what's up? And he's like, somebody's got to be in there because we have people out. I was like, I, I know. I'm not going in there right now. And he's like, what the fuck? And so he asked both me and, me and our fucking debt chief. He's like, dude, what, what are you guys fucking? I was like, see the two cups of coffee. That's not where they were. And let me tell you something. We didn't throw them. And like, there were two cups of coffee broken all over the floor. And he's like, holy shit. And we all just sat there. We, nobody went in there for like a good, a good five hours before somebody went back in there. And I was like, that's some weird shit. That's just doesn't happen. Okay. But that was our experience with it. But there was a, there was, there's a bunch of weird shit in Afghanistan. I heard about all sorts of weird shit. Uh, we had the, uh, was it the fucking, um, uh, we went down, uh, I was in Texas. What's the thing you guys got in Texas? Fucking Justin used to talk about it all the time. What the Alamo? No, the fucking, uh, Chuka Abra or, um, yeah, isn't it Chukaabra? Oh, Chitsunitsu? That's not in Texas. That's in Mexico. No, not Chitsunitsu. Chukaabra, the fucking half beast, half Oh, those fucking, lizard fucking things. No, it's not a lizard. It's a fucking like half beast, half like wolf thing that like fucking eats kids. Yeah, see, Ellsworth knows what I'm talking about. Okay. Anyway. The Chupacabra. Chupacabra. Okay. So I was sitting there and uh, we were down there doing something. I can't say where or what, but we were down there doing something. And, uh, 
the Mexicans were in front of us and they didn't realize a couple of the guys that were there didn't realize that we knew how to speak Spanish. And so one of them starts talking about the Chuca opera. I was like, I, so I started perking up my head kind of perked up and I'm sitting there going, what the fuck are they talking? And I'm, I'm breaking it down. And so then I walked over and I fucking blew open this conversation because where we were going was like prime, like you're going to see this motherfucker type thing. And I was like, so I'm sitting there now I'm all interested. So I like, but butted in another conversation and I was just like, okay, tell me everything because I'm going to have my GoPro on and I'll be fucking looking for it. And I said, Hey, if I get a chance to take this bitch down, it's going down. And I swear to God, if I hadn't said anything, we probably would have seen the motherfucker, but I said something to him that- and like, that was it. The rest of the team heard about it. And we were just like, fuck yeah, taking down. We're going to take down a fucking mythical beast tonight. Fuck. Yeah. Can't wait. Oh, okay. Well, great. Story time's over. Did, yeah. you, find, did you get that story story? Yeah. Okay. Just check. I did. Um, I'm going to wrap all this up to you. What Mick started with, with the nuclear weapons, the, the possibility of nuclear war, right? Yep. And what they were just talking about when the internet goes out, right? When they- Turn everything off. They said my favorite word. They said EMP, but they are going to- either blame it on an EMP and blame it on Russia. And how would they blame it on Russia? What else did we talk about? One of the possible documents in Trump's treasure trove. Hmm. Uranium one. Hmm. When Hillary gave our uranium to Russia, but you know what they did first? They tested each kind. They took samples so they would know exactly what Russia had. So if Russia ever hit us with one of them, we could say that it was Russia because we gave them the uranium. Because this has all been set up for a very long time. Watch this. This is from this is from when we were in high school. Looks like this. You start by secretly creating a problem in the world and making sure someone else is blamed for it in the public uh, arena, in the public mind. It could be a run on a currency, it could be a government collapse. At its most extreme, it could be a war. Because the two world wars in this century were funded, all sides were funded by the same people. Provable. The same people that funded the Allies in the Second World War and funded uh, the Soviet Union also funded Hitler through loans from America known as the Young Plan and the Doors Plan and also via the German subsidiaries of American multinational companies. Why would they do that? Why would someone want to fund all sides in a war? What is good is a war? Well, first of all, on one level, it makes vast amounts of money if you're lending money to all sides and you're also um, selling them lots of arms and all that stuff. But the fundamental reason for a war is to change the nature of post-war society. And what we saw in the First World War and the Second World War were massive global examples of problem-reaction-solution. We are looking at a gigantic contract before our eyes. We don't live in a democracy in this country or in America or in these other places. We live in a one-party state where the same force from the peak of the pyramid string pulls all sides. The creation of a one-world government to which nation-states would be principalities, administrative units, a world central bank, which would administer all financial transactions on the planet, a world currency, which wouldn't be coins and notes, it would be merely electronic, cashless society, for which there are fundamental implications for freedom, as we'll see as we go along tonight, a world army under centralized control, with nation state uh, armies uh, dismantled under the uh, justification of seeking peace, and a microchipped population 
linked to a global computer, the latter of which sounds bizarre to many people on first hearing, except that we are ridiculously close to it and the technology already exists. So World Health Organization says there's going to be a measles epidemic next year. Get vaccinated. Get your children vaccinated. You're a bad parent if you don't. Then the same people that organize that then start flogging out the vaccine and make a fortune out of it. So if we take one element of that under problem, reaction, solution, it's amazing the extent to which we have given our power away, our spiritual power. It's all about taking our power back. Because once we do that, it's all over. Yeah, because once we do that, it's all over. Because we've already been at war. Yeah. We've been at war forever. We're just... We're just figuring playing it out. out the end game. We're we're finally waking up and figuring it out. Yeah, yeah, that's David Ike. All right, really quick, folks. Uh, there's something I want to do before we start this. Uh, I got to find it. I I thought I had it up already, but maybe I don't. What was that? Give me one second. Oh, there it is. One below. That one? Yeah. That yeah. One. So I'm going to okay. open that back up. All right. So there she is. Boom. We're going to put this on. Please go void your bowels. Get ready. This is my alarm, my alert. We have just enough time to get through our uh, 20 hilarious, funny Amazon reviews for this. This is going to be a lot of fun, folks. It's going to be hysterical. This yeah. will just be as just as funny as face bites fucking on your face. So go void your bowels and uh, pay attention to this because this is a lot of fun. Has your husband ever made a stock purchase or sale based on the provision you received? No. Absolutely not. Okay. Thank you. She's nuts, she yells and crows All those in hard benzos She's blitzed, drunk, baked in stone Compared to my acceptance, as I said But somehow she still believes That none of us will notice Good morning, Sunday morning She'll go a .18 And nothing's gonna happen yeah. Uh, threatens use of chemical weapons. It's um, so high, high First clash of flat for free. She's high society. She's got the best of everything. So they know that we can't, but it's the S. From taxpayers just like me, unwilling supporters. She's brittle as she can be. Hope no one ever drops her. No. It's just I have tried to be gracious. Cause she's so high. High closing. She's so twitchy. Cause she's so high. China is one of the freest societies. Without the talent. Look at them titties. She's so high. 
what? I like older women with large, slightly floppy breasts. Yeah, me too. Talking about kink and tag life, testing, tracing, treatment, mask wearing, genitalial evolution, social distance. If we can't have a new life, did you even know about that trip? She comes to speak to me, slurring words on the TV. Cause what she says sounds so retarded Patrick's name is now Zelensky Cause somehow she's already At least 14 drinks what in What I said was any sign of progress is always good I know where she belongs The Betty Ford Clinic Yeah She's so high, she's so twitchy. She's so high, like Janis Joplin without the talent. Look at them titties. Cause she's so high, high below sea. So, yes, y'all can thank Liana Wilbert for that one. Miss Liana played that this morning, and I thought that was absolutely fucking epic. In which case, I had to get it and download it and play it on my show. So, anyway, uh, don't say I didn't warn you. I hope you all went and voided yourself very, very quickly, um, and you're back uh, because this is about to be really fucking funny. Okay. So, So, hold on. Nope, 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 nope. Stop. I'm going all the way down to number one or 20 and we're working our way back. So uh, let me scroll back up here where they're at. Yeah. Why is the computer running like shit now? Oh, there we go. All righty. So number 20, nothing like the spirit of Christmas to share some tummies with. My office. Uh, This was posted December 18th, 2014. Nothing like the spirit of Christmas to share some tummies with my office. One guy said his ride home was a pinching treasure experience, a pinching experience treasured forever. That's how we start. And then underneath it, there's another sub comment that says not just Harborough gummy pears. I purchased a container of sugar-free meringue cookies. Since they were sugar-free, I ate a shit ton of them. Guess what? Two days of (laughs) reversing a shit ton of these from my body. Oh, my God. Thought I turned myself inside out. In my defense, the ingredients label was covered by another label, you know, the place where it states excessive consumption may cause a laxative effect. You think? You think? Oh, okay. All right. So now we get into some better ones. Mm, Smells like hell. This is October 22nd, 2018. 
This was the day my life changed. I bought a bag of these delicious Satan snacks and they took me back to the past. It took me back to the day Pompeii erupted. Instead of lava, there was hot brown liquid feces exploding out of what could be the black pit of hell. I was sitting on my toilet, sweaty as fuck. It felt like I was in a sauna after drinking veggie-free kombucha while being punched in the gut by Arnold Schwarzenegger. The worst part was I didn't have any toilet paper. I questioned myself, should I use my dog too while my sweaty crack of hell? But I'd rather shoot him before I put him through that hell-like place. All in all, 10 of 10 great gift would buy again. And these are five, these are are getting five five stars. All right. And then somebody else put into that. sounds like a shitty situation. (laughs) Uh, then, uh, this was a four star review. Number 18. These really do work. I bought a bag of these after the reviews about the effects became public. I gave them to a buddy and he did not have a good night. Not a good night at all. And then Ava underneath the book room, evil. He puts Fred and George to shame. Yes. Okay. Uh, Uh, number 17, you who into a ceiling (laughs) fan, (laughs) five star review, mind you. Bought some elsewhere out of curiosity. Looked like someone threw a yoo-hoo into a ceiling fan. Malatol should be banned. Oh, go up, go up. I got the next one. I ate 14 of these and they cleaned me out for three days. No joke. These are too mean for the gag gift I intended for them to be. <laughs> oh man. All right. Oh, now, oh, okay, now, okay. Me, so no, these guys that did this one, okay. These guys that do these, they put a lot of thought because now we're getting to the good ones. Okay. Number 15. Let, these let become very big. Eat if you dare. Uh, February 1st, 2015. I sit here writing this review at 4 a.m. from my porcelain throne, a fixture you will become all too familiar with if you choose to eat these cute little bears from the pits of hell. I had to eat a pound of these little bastards after Man City must have thought they were playing American football the other week and lost to a team of Arsenal scrubs. They were a bit chewy, but overall appeared to be nothing more than your average gummy bears. After about two hours with a little more than some mild stomach cramps, feeling like one would expect from eating a pound of any candy, I began to wonder if I'd gotten some duds. Like the slow buildup of a Martin Scorsese film, however... These bears were waiting for their baptism scene to destroy my insides. It started with the cramping, very akin to doing a thousand crunches, and then being forced to hold the thousand and first crunch indefinitely. Then came the initial run, which opened the proverbial floodgates. I'm over 30, and I'm beginning to wonder if those bears know that and wanted to send me back to the can for each year I've been on this earth to make me wonder why I'd ever been born. In between gastrointestinal bouts of pressure washing the inside of my toilet from my anus, I lay in bed feeling as if someone were to punch me in the stomach. I'd explode, turning the walls of my bedroom into a soiled Jackson Pollock rendition. To give you an idea, I'd spent $50 ordering a UFC pay-per-view only to willingly miss the last two to three fights on the main card because I didn't want to stray too far from my master bathroom. Thankfully for me, and my marriage, fearing what might be coming, I convinced my wife to spend the evening at my sister-in-law's because trust me, fellas, nothing will be gained from your significant other experiencing this with you. I'm no longer in pain, but I'm still having to make trips back to my master bath on a regular basis. Eat these if you dare, but be forewarned, they are not to be trifled with unless you want your toilet to be a staging ground for repeat fecal rehearsals of the Red Wedding from Cane of Thrones. (laughs) 
these guys like really fucking <laughs> sat there and thought about what they were reading. And that was a one star. This is a one star. How fitting. The taste isn't bad, but the aftermath is quite Haribo. As in, you will have Haribo diarrhea. <laughs> Uh, this is another one star number 13 you will hurt i got some of these in my stocking for christmas i guess santa hates me it hurt it still hurts i just got over the flu and now this i didn't realize it was the gummies but after coming across a meme online oh i found the culprit three is way too many way too many (laughs) one of the worst days of my life I ate half of a six ounce bag I picked up at CVS. They changed the color of the bag. I didn't know. I spent 24 hours in the fetal position on my bathroom floor repeating, please God, why? I still don't have an answer. Oh my God. Uh, Did you hear that sonic boom? Yeah, that was me after three of these. (laughs) Stand by for jet propulsion. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Number 10. Buyer beware. This is a five-star rating. Boo Berry, June 16th, 2019. I thought these things that were said about the sugar-free gummies were exaggerated. What a fool I was. I write this in hopes that future generations will break the cycle of never have to live through what happened to me in the harrowing hours that were to come. That night, I lay awake in bed, sweating, (laughs) farting profusely, unable to sleep because I had to run to the bathroom every few minutes. The stench was incomparable to anything I have ever smelled before, and it was like being anally raped in reverse. To pass the time, I read an article about Hiroshima and Nagasaki on Wikipedia. Perhaps I felt a kinship with the victims of the attacks, because it was like a nuclear bomb had gone off in my bowels. If regular diarrhea is fat man and little boy, the effect of these villainous bears on my anus was Zarbama. At one point, I recalled Marlon Brando's monologue from Apocalypse Now, and suddenly I I understood everything. If I saw my worst enemy approaching a bowl of these, I would dive in front of it to save them from the one, one day of horror of what I experienced on that black day. Woe betide anyone who fails to heed my warnings. So I think that we should all try and find some sugar free Haribo gummies and like send them to Congress and the White House and the World Economic Forum. I mean, who doesn't like candy? No shit. Right? Well, number nine, sugar-free. I weighed 189 pounds before I ate these. I am now a skeleton. <laughs> one star review. Oh, I mean, uh, everyone likes a good diet. Oh, okay. Oh, God, this is a great one. Let me read this one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hold on. This one, right. somebody put a... Oh, God. This is, yes, this is the funniest God. one. One of the funnier ones. Oh, my God. This is number eight. Number eight. Diarrhea while driving, September 29th, 2019. One of our beloved physicians brought a bag of gummy bears to work to share with the staff one night shift. Not realizing they were the famous dreaded sugar-free gummies, multiple staff throughout the shift grabbed a handful of gummies while passing by and each have their own near-miss stories. But this is mine. The next morning, I had to run an errand about an hour and a half from my house. On the drive home down a curvy backcountry road, my stomach suddenly begins to cramp and I feel the immediate urge to empty my bowels. Frantic as I realize I'm not going to make it home, I start searching for a place to pull over. The end of a gated logging road, perhaps. I'm speeding along, arching my back, practicing Lamaze breathing techniques, anything to stall the inevitable. 
I pass the first turnoff that has a sheriff's car parked at the end, and I keep searching with sweat pouring down my forehead and bubbling noises in my guts that drown out the heavy metal on the stereo. Finally, I spot the end of a brushy trail and whip my my truck sideways, thrusting the driver's side door open and leaping from the seat to scurry around to the other side. I turn around with fingers and waistband about to drop trowel and look up to my horror, realizing it is indeed the end of a driveway and the folks outside are staring down toward me, probably wondering what this crazed individual is about to do. For several moments, I seriously considered just completing the task and running away, but couldn't imagine my parents seeing the cell phone video of myself on social media later in the day. I scurried back around the truck and halfway there, my ability to hold back the hot lava flow of liquid stool from becoming from making a hasty exit out of my spazzing rectum was lost. And I crapped my pants right there on the side of the road, standing next to my truck. <laughs> my bowels cramped up and expelled every drop of liquid from my body. At that point, I'm now standing there with leggings full of hot liquid stool running into my shoes and debating on the, what the next best course of action should be. Of course, I have no extra clothes or towels or anything in my truck. What do I do? Do I call someone? Do I drive home the remaining 20 minutes? After a few moments of self-reflection, I decided to strip off my shirts and lay them on the seat of my truck and get inside. It was a rather uncomfortable drive home with the windows all down and skin burning on the backs of my legs and buttocks. It was one of the longest 20-minute periods of time I've ever experienced in my entire life. I alternated between crying and laughing at the situation and checking the speedometer like a paranoid drunk, thinking I can't possibly get pulled over right now because what would I say? <laughs> yes, officer, I crapped my pants. That's what the smell is. Tears streaming down my face. I finally arrive home, screeching to a halt in the driveway in front of the open automatic garage door I triggered as I was drifting the curve onto my road. Holding the bottoms of my pant legs closed tight, I awkwardly stagger into my house and immediately into the shower fully clothed. Fast forward three weeks and I'm at work hearing about the other incidents and the light bulb clicks on. 35 years old and I had to reset the clock for a how long since you last crap your pants countdown. Thanks, Dr. Hansen. Lesson learned. Make sure the gummy bears are not the sugar-free version. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, number seven, sweet, uh, five stars. Sweet, soft, fruity, delicious, and my gastrointestinal tract has never been so sparkling clean. <laughs> five stars. Number six, help, help me. me. Number five, five stars. I've been sitting on my toilet for five hours in excruciating pain. 10 for 10 would purchase again. <laughs> These people are. Sick serious masochist oh god hold on you, you want to read this one or nope, you, this uh, no no okay because i'm reading i'm reading you'll, you'll read the story. okay oh yes you are all right a delicious treat that should be enjoyed only after the following preparations have been made number one make sure it's friday and cancel all weekend plans for go for good measure go ahead and call in for monday number two call the city and make sure your water bill is paid in full Number three, visit your local hardware store and purchase a sink attachment for your garden hose as a toilet paper will quickly become too painful to bear. Number four, give advance notice to family members, roommates, and neighbors unless you're keen on trying to give birth to a crushed watermelon while convincing your local SWAT team that both the screaming and demonic noises are from you and a dynamic entry would only bring about more needless suffering. 
Number five, redo your restroom and motivational pictures. One with slogans like, courage is fear. Hang on one minute longer. The only easy day was yesterday, etc. I also advise posting up the suicide prevention hotline number or having a dedicated friend or other support group to walk you through the low times. Lastly, I must strongly urge you to consider why you are thinking of buying this product. Is it a sense of deep self-loathing? A reckless sense of adventure? Are you researching dysentery? Perhaps you are the drill sergeant of some extreme commando unit seeking to break down enemies. Will fight, will to fight by airdropping these into their mist. If you are just curious, then let me say, oh, fellow human, beware for this is life dangerous. For this life is dangerous enough. Next time I want to thrill, I'll skydive without a parachute. That way at least I'll have a chance. (laughs) These people put a lot of thought into these things. Holy fuck. (laughs) Oh my God. My friend hasn't been practicing. Oh God, this is so funny. Number three. Miss Rona is shaking in her boots. Miss Rona is shaking in her boots. My friend hasn't been practicing social distancing during the pandemic. So I bought him a bag of these gummies for his birthday. It's now been 10 days since he left the house out of fear of pooping himself again. I'm not going to say Haribo sugar-free classic gummy bears are the cure for the coronavirus, but it certainly helps slow down the spread. That is a twisted motherfucker. <laughs> I In fucking, May of 2020. I would oh kick the shit out of that person. Wow. Okay. Uh, um oh yeah this this uh this one is el numero two two. this one is really funny i'll I'll do this the horror at thirty thousand feet you you do that yeah i'll do this one the horror at thirty thousand feet because mick's got to read the first one reviewed in the united states on june 2nd 2018 my flight was leaving at eight in the morning after awaking and trying to get to the airport i forgot to grab something to eat i usually take my time and do things in order but not this day i was traveling from boston to la coming home from a work trip I do it regularly, so nothing was new to me. I stayed in the same hotel and knew the time I needed to leave to get to the airport on time. During my work trip, I stopped at a convenience store and saw these gummy bears, and I thought they would be a perfect gift for my son, Charlie. He loves gummy bears and gummy worms. Thank God Charlie was saved. So in the morning... I was to head back to LA. I slept through my alarm. That never happens. I rushed to get out of the hotel and threw those gummies in my carry-on bag to make it on time to the airport. After speeding and filling up gas in the rental, I made it to my gate as they were boarding. I get on the plane and head down the aisle to find my window seat near the middle of the plane. I asked politely for the two adorable older ladies sitting in the middle in aisle seats if I could pass by to my seat. They obliged. The lady in the middle must have been around 80 years old, so it took her some time to get up and make sure she was holding on to something so she didn't fall as she stepped into the aisle. I thanked them as I sat into my seat. Fast forward 20 minutes as we reach our cruising altitude of around 30,000 feet in the air. As I reach into my carry-on bag to grab my headphones, I see the gummy bears. Since I'm hungry and need something, I decided to open them up and just have a few to hold me over until we land. I wanted to save some for my son, so I maybe had four or five. But I had four or five too many. Because once the bears had a few minutes to adjust to their new home, they began to work. It started out with a little cramp, which is normal with gassing on a plane. You do not want to fart on a plane, so you hold it in. It is airplane etiquette. It would come and go over a few minutes, so I thought nothing of it. Then it got worse. The cramps intensified. The sweating started, and I began to notice the older ladies looking over at me. About 40 minutes into eating these bears, my thinking went from, oh, these are just farts, I can hold them to, oh, dear God, not here. 
I've been a Christian my whole life, and this is the test. If there is a God, please help me leave this plane with my dignity intact. After waiting for the intense cramp wave to pass, I stood up and jumped over those two women. I could not wait for them to stand, so I stood up, my back facing them, and tried to shimmy past them. I think a toot came out because I heard one say, Oh, Lord, was that you? After reaching the aisle, I waddled to the back of the plane where the least amount of risk would be. To my dismay, it was in use. That left one bathroom left in the front. I looked down the aisle and saw my Mount Everest. I had to somehow keep my wet cheeks tighter than Fort Knox whilst waddling forward whilst praying no one gets out of their seats. After five minutes of stop and go, I made it to the bathroom and was pulling my pants down as I entered the bathroom. The door was still unlocked as the sweet release was underway. I thought I died. I thought this was it. Even though I was on the throne confessing my sins, I thought my time was called. I lost count on how many knocks at the door there was. I must have been in there for 45 minutes, but I made it. I washed my hands and threw water in my face to calm me down. Opening the door, you're going the wrong way. I know. I saw the faces looking back at me. Apparently, the seal to the bathroom was not airtight. <laughs> letting just the slightest airflow from that bathroom to the main cabin possible. These were daughters, mothers, and children looking at me. I could feel their questions and comments. What have you done? We still have two hours left. Please divert the plane. As I began walking down, the man in the first row of first class grabbed my arm. He said, hey, man, where is your seat? Confused, I told him, and he said, go get your stuff and come back and sit here. You need this more than me. I was embarrassed and ashamed. I had a family at home waiting for me. I recommend these bears to anyone, but please eat them responsibly. <laughs> oh my God. I can't. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Oh my God. Uh, all right. So this, this is, is this is number one right here. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. This is, num oh, yeah, this this is, is number, number one. one. Okay. Yeah. Performed exactly as advertised. <clears throat> Jason Ellenberg, December 24th, 2014. To preface this, I will state that it is not good to upset anyone in the military supply network. This is especially true for a supply so NCO true. or non-commissioned officer who can be both creative and vindictive to those who earn his ire. One of my biggest pet peeves was troopies who would walk into my supply room and decided to go through the things on my counter desk. <laughs> it is for this reason that I purchased two of these bags of sweet little revenge snacks. I briefed my minions in the morning that the snacks were to be unsullied by their hands. I told them that it would, <clears throat> I, I would know, and it would not go unpunished to both myself and the higher powers. They thought I was joking, but decided to not test my authority before my eyes. With that said, I placed a bowl in the back part of the counter just in reach of anyone loitering inside my supply room. The rules posted for all to see when they came in. So they were warned. A large sign said, if you touch my stuff, you will be punished. They decided to test me, I guess. On this weekend, we were set to do a general cleaning and maintenance within the battalion. So my desk was rather busy. Battalion headquarters supply room. I was the one out of the office all day. However, I made sure to take general measurements of the bowl and uh, of my bowl of horror every time I came back. Shortly before lunch, my unholy wrath began to strike. My supply room is the one door down from the latrines, and the row of mail commodes is on the other side of the wall from my desk. It was the first, but not the last. It was initially heralded by the sound of Gabriel's trumpet escaping his finger. 
of one of the poor souls. He hit the latrine and it sounded as if he kicked the stall door open in or stall door open. For the next 30 minutes, I listened to the sounds of live humpback whales being butchered by a blind man with wielding a chainsaw. <laughs> Holy shit. It was not long before another troop, this time female, made her way into the latrine. She came across, came from the indoor pistol range. She had a cross in front of my door. I saw a pale woman with sweat streaking down her face. She was hobbling with one hand on the wall for support and the other on her stomach, praying for just a little bit more time. For lunch, I ripped into an MRE, an army brown bag lunch. I listened to the ever-growing chorus of who had far snuck down the <laughs> half of my, my bowl of brightly colored improvised colon explosive devices. I was not sure if the other side of the building was seeing the same activity in the latrines, but the smell reached my door by the end of lunch. Good thing I was stationed with an infantry unit for the first four years of my career. So I was not a, I was accustomed to bad odors. Blob Marley and the Whalers. One of my minions did not return from lunch. So I volunteered another to perform possibly a suicidal scouting mission into the male latrine in search of the wayward soul. He was there and he had been there since the beginning of lunch. By 1500 or 3 p.m., I was told that the unit was being locked down and there, there was an emergency meeting with the battalion briefing room. I had a suspicion of the reason, but I attended as I was ordered to do so. By this time, my bowl of ge gelatinous bowel howitzers ammunition was one quarter filled. The meeting began uh, shortly off schedule. At 1522, the sergeant major walked into the room as, as if he had just performed a three-day combat operation without sleep. The battalion XO walked in not long after and looked as if he had seen uh, in, intimately assaulted by a rather incessant horse. I used all of my military bearing from keeping to keep, uh, keep from cracking, cracking a joke about calvary, calvary officers walking bow-legged. The battalion surgeon walked in and told us that there was a high chance that the unit had come in contact with a strange stomach bug. Roughly half of the battalion was complaining of stomach cramps yeah, and explosive diarrhea. It seemed mostly to be affecting the HHC or the headquarters company and Charlie company, the company that was on the same side of the building as us. Also the medics. Until symptoms cleared up, the unit was on lockdown and cleaning mode. I went back to my supply room with the intent to bag up the remaining evidence of my involvement only to find that the bowel, the bowl was missing. My minions were too wrapped up to notice anything though. So I began a search for the evidence that would possibly land me in front of a firing squad. <laughs> the empty bowl was located in the admin offices. Someone found it and decided to liberate it from my supply room for the only group that I didn't want to upset, but they had already consumed the remainder of the biological weapons. As I left the bowl, I heard familiar sounds coming from, um, sounds of incoming fire from the senior pay clerk's desk followed shortly thereafter by what sounded like Lamaze breathing. That weekend, the entire building was cleaned from one side to the other. MREs were consumed, consumed in the hopes of plugging the torrential flood of liquid terror <laughs> and every door and window that was opened with fans going all over and cups of pine soul in every room. Three quarters of the enlisted and half of the officers were hit with a mystery stomach bug that the medical supply room was in desperate need of more IV kits. I don't know if my message got across, but it was definitely an entertaining weekend. 
So that, yeah, that is the top the 20. That is the top 20. Those people put some serious thought into that shit. Seriously. That shit was funny as fuck. Oh my God. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh, out of here. So uh, definitely go check that out. That one was posted two years ago in Boar Panda, Bored Panda. And it's while being horrible and hilarious at the same time, these 20 reviews of the Harboro gummy bears on Amazon are leaving people in tears and laughter. And it's really hard to find Haribo sugar-free gummy bears these days. Yeah, you can't find so them. So if you do find them. Send us some. Dude, seriously. Please. I got some people I want to hit I with will that make shit. good use of that. All right. Anyway, um, I got with Josh. They do not have a show tomorrow. So 8 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Eastern. For my son, Hunter. Yes. We will be having a movie night. Fun movie night. Fun movie night. If you want to watch a really funny movie, it is hysterical. Yeah. And uh, you'll get a good crack crack up. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to watch it for a second time, actually. Yeah, I think I'll pick up on more. I think, yeah, I think it'll be better the second. Although time I don't know, I picked up on a lot. Yeah, we of did shit pick up on a lot time. of stuff the first time around. So, but you know, that's that. Ha- that that's You'll have that on those. Videos. And then uh, tonight, actually, in about fifteen minutes, we're gonna hop on the conservative patriot news. Um, hold on. Oh, this is the one I will not be speaking on. For Dr. Sala with yeah, Dr. Sala. I, I'm not going to be speaking on this one. Uh, Conservative Patriot Nation News. Uh, in their telegram, they've got a, you, I mean, you don't even want to be there. It's, it, they're, they're going to blow Dr. Sala's mind. They're going to introduce me to him. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell him. I, I'm, I'm going to be here. Grant Annie. Uh, I'm just not going to talk a lot because I don't yeah, want to cuss. I mean, okay. I know you can cuss, but I don't. Yeah, that's fine. So anyway, so um, I'll put the link to there in our telegram. And uh, in the Telegram chat room, if you guys want to pop in and listen, because um, I I don't even know that Doctor Salen know that knows that Maria had a baby. Certainly not that she was my grandmother, so it's gonna be fun. Anyway, we're gonna blow some minds. Uh, are we gonna Rocky Horror Picture Show it and act out the scenes in the background? I, I mean, we we hey, last time we got so high, Mick was like. Fuck, I'm high. <laughs> yeah, I was bad. But we will play the game, though. We will play yeah, the game yeah, again. Because we'll, we'll, we'll I want to be that fucking high again, because that was fun. <laughs> I was I was fucking, woo. I was like, oh. I, I was like, are we still on here? Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I think that's it for us. All right. Yeah. Well, we're going to get the fuck out of here, folks. Yep. You all have a great night. Uh, Tomorrow like, at 8 p.m. Yep. Tomorrow at 8 p.m. Sunday at 2 p.m. Yep. So... So like, share, subscribe, and uh, we get the fuck out of here, folks. Y'all have a fucking great weekend. Have a great night. Thanks for watching. From the woods to the plate Ain't never went hungry Ain't never too late To come around here Sun running your mouth You can fuck around and find out You can fuck around and find out You can't make it through the snakes Snares and alligators
haters, but once you get to the gate, you can't depend on your waiters, cause you'll be over your tater. I'm talking growing tomatoes, yeah. feeding the worms, I fish with later. I'll have a fish stick plate over a six foot grave before I take a knee as I hand the plate. My hands on my heart, I stand on what I say, and my second amendment handles what I can. I ain't trying to be feeling badass or talk shit, I'm just saying. There's the line, don't cross it. I got a red rod gun when I was three, so I don't run to hide from anything. Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue color boy from the south. You can fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom. Fuck the welfare, now I don't need them. Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. To come around here, son, running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out. OJ. You can fuck around and find out. If they looking for me, well, they know where to find me. I'll be half drunk, strapped up in a white tee. I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can beat it. F-A-F-O, I teach you how this game go. Different joints, same smoke. Wake up, wear the same clothes. Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash. Collar boy, but my lady's high class Got the music way up loud With a cigar in my mouth Fuck around and come find out How we do it in the South Ain't saying nothing but you running that mouth I never take a hand out I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirt South With a truck seat Any straight pipes loud This land, land of freedom Double barrels in case we need Man up, we'll sit your ass down we done talking, fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom, fuck the welfare, now I don't need them. Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate, ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. To come around here, son, running your mouth, you can fuck around and find out. You can fuck around and find out. Serious CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five star reviews. Can verify authentication. Golden full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins. Solvents. Heavy metals. Microbials. Foreign matter. Get serious. Serious CBD.